0: Hi guys, I'm Juliana, and this is Taylor, my twin sister, uh, and this is Read and Repeat Podcast. Thank you for coming back for another episode. Um, this week we are going to be reading, well, we're going to be talking about Beastly, uh, which uh, we actually have the physical copy of the book, this yeah. time, which is exciting. Yeah, exciting. Um, and that is uh, a young adult novel written in 2007 uh, by Alex Flynn, and it also was a major motion picture so some of you might remember that you see it or hopefully
1: (laughs) you don't remember it but we'll talk about that a little bit um before we get too far into it just for anyone who's new or just as a reminder so we are twin sisters who are reading books that we are rereading books that we read when we were younger you know young adult novels middle grades some stuff from school and uh we're talking about them you know now we're adults got a new perspective Pretty interesting, pretty fun. And uh, spoiler warning, if you haven't watched or listened to us before, we do go into the plots of the books and we will be talking about the plot of Beastly. So if you haven't read it and you want to read it before you listen to us, great, go do that. Um, And then if you haven't and you don't care or you uh, have read it already,
0: awesome. Keep watching or listening. Um, Yeah, and we'll get into it. Yeah, so uh, Beastly, just to give a little synopsis, as we usually do, uh, follows Kyle Kingsley, who is a uh, wealthy New York teen going to a private school, son of a very well-known news anchor. Uh, and at the start of the book, he's about 15. And yes. um, basically, is uh, un- we're, uh, we understand him to be a very shallow, mean um popular popular kid who uh runs amok of a school witch
1: (laughs) who's there for some reason (laughs)
0: and and ends up becoming a literal beast just like beauty and the beast and undergoes his own transformation both physical and internal over the course of the story and of course meets uh, a girl who becomes kind of the the bell of this mm-hmm. novel. And so if you know the story of Beauty and the Beast, like you kind of already know how this yeah. goes. I think one of the main plot twists is that uh,
1: the, the Beast in the book is also Gaston. He is the Gaston character, <laughs> if you're familiar with the movie.
0: Yeah, he, yeah. he kind of serves the dual <laughs> the purpose, purpose yeah. of being the Beast and Gaston. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so as per usual, um, we can try to get into the first line of the yeah, book. Yeah, we
1: can. It's it's a little interesting because the book actually starts with, um, a chat room. So I don't know if you want to start with
0: that. Yeah, yeah so okay. well, I can show visuals this time yeah, if, you're, yeah. if you're watching on YouTube. There's like a chat room setup that we've got going on here. I don't know if you can see that. It's called Snuff. Because there's kind of a framing device that mm-hmm. we will discuss where, um... The setup is that interspersed throughout this novel, there is uh, like an online support group, basically for people who have undergone magical transformations, founded by a Mr. Anderson. Which oh, or, gee, yeah, I wonder yeah, who that's to supposed to be. Yeah, uh, Hans
1: <laughs> Christian Anderson. And I guess just for a little bit of extra back, like context, the people in this chat group are all. Um, in some way, a version of a Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale.
0: Yeah, so we've got, Um, we'll, we'll talk about Yeah, we'll them talk a bit about later. Them. Actually, but... one of
1: them I, I don't, I cannot figure out who it is, so I'm very excited. <laughs> Me too. Oh no, I really thought you were going to know. <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> I, see. We'll get there. We'll, we'll see, see if we, we can, can figure, figure it, it out.
0: <laughs> and then if you know, let us know. But we'll, we'll talk um, about that. But yeah, <laughs> so I. Uh, I'd say, like, if we're going based on the chat room, the first line of the novel is uh, Mr. Anderson uh, saying, welcome to the first meeting of the Unexpected Changes chat group, and then asking if anyone's there, um, or should I say, anyone going to admit being here, and then we have Beast NYC joining the chat, which is our main character, Kyle, uh, or I don't know if he's Kyle anymore at the time, but we'll discuss that. Yeah. so not much really to yeah, talk about there. Other than that, it is a, um, a framing device. Yeah, that is kind of important. Well, kind of important, kind of not important. It's uh, I
1: honestly don't find that it adds truly too much to the story. Um, considering it is super external to the story. Once you get into Kyle's narration, it's not in it. He doesn't, I don't think it's like um,
0: think about it or talk about. it. Yeah, he doesn't it. think
1: about. It. He he briefly mentions at one point like maybe. Joining a group. group. Yeah. um, I don't think it's bad to have, but I also think if it were removed, that'd be fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into like the actual chapter one. Yeah. First line and see if it gives us anything more to work with. Just read like the whole first three lines, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could feel everyone looking at me, but I was used to it. One thing my dad taught me early and often was to act like nothing moved me. When you're special, like we were, people were bound to notice.
1: And I like this because I feel like it. If you go into it cold, you're your so the first two lines set up set you up for it to be like, Oh, why are people staring at him? Like what's wrong with him? You know, like what has he learned to deal with, you know, being different, blah blah blah. And then it's like, oh no no, he's He's special. He's actually and, just full yeah, of himself. He's just full of himself.
0: I didn't think of it that way, actually, because it does kind of set up for how later on he's going to have everyone looking at him. Right, exactly. But for a different reason, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so, like, you, you might think, like, oh, he's come to terms with some something that will cause people to stare, you know, whatever it may be, but no, it's, well, I guess he's come to terms with it, but he's more than happy with it. It's not coming to terms. It's, uh, he wants people to look at him because he's yeah. really shallow, selfish kind of guy
0: and one thing that it establishes early on is like his dad's influence in his life Mm -hmm. and how his dad is the one who taught him to act like nothing moves him which yeah that's i mean that's basically the whole crux of the story is someone kind of going from that like shallow existence of just acting like nothing moves them to really learning how to like feel life and like engage with life in a very different way um so yeah i think it, it does the job it's not the most you know yeah. Interesting first few it's lines, not, but,
1: but you you know, know, it gets it done. It, yeah. Nothing <laughs> wrong with it. Um so from there, I guess we'll jump into a little bit of the plot. Like from there we start learning about Kyle and what he's like and he's just an asshole. Um like he is I don't think I knew kids like this in high school. I mean we didn't go to a super rich fancy New York City private school. Um so maybe there are kids like this. I don't know, but like he's just
0: really an asshole. Um, he, it's very, it's a little bit, it, 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 it does come across as over the top and, yeah. um, very obviously there are times I, and we've come across this in books that we've already talked about. Like for example, I think in Beautiful Creatures where the main character comes across as an asshole, but you don't get the sense that they're supposed to be right. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's, this one's very obviously, yeah. yeah, but it, um, it really does come across as, like I said, kind of a like kind of cartoony. Yeah. Um. And the writing, I would say, in this book, it's not bad. No, but it's not. It's not the strongest. Yeah. Ever. So, but it it does feel almost like a
1: a fifteen year old,
0: like yeah. smart
1: fifteen year old. Because that is one of the things. Like I do feel like Kyle is smart. Um. But he puts it to like poor use. Yeah. Basically. Um, well, and so you could theoretically think that a fifteen year old who's pretty smart and like going through like this is his an accurate representation to him of, or of
0: his internal thoughts. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The- like you're very in that character <laughs> and it does feel very young. It does feel yeah. very 15. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. So uh, some examples of him just being a, a dick is that, in, I mean, his internal monologue is a lot of him just thinking about how he's more handsome than his best friend, for example. Yeah, and how that,
1: means he deserves to win the homecoming... Wait, what is it? The homecoming it's, prince or Yeah, something? I think it's something like that. They're voting for homecoming prince, and he's on the ballot. His friend Trey is on the ballot, but yeah. he's like, uh, obviously I should win.
0: That's a, so Yeah, that's seen me open to is they're yeah. in a the classroom, they have a substitute teacher, and they're supposed to be filling out ballots for this homecoming royalty court, whatever yeah. thing. And, um, you know, he's excited, he's excited about it because he's like, I'm going to win. And yeah. I... Y- you know, he's thinking about that and then we have uh our run-in with the witch who just inexplicably is just there yeah there's not really any kind of setup she's just like the, someone who speaks up from the back of the classroom um and he turns around and he looks at her uh because she expresses disgust over the whole the, process the, of the
1: voting on yeah the prince
0: and and that. she says some whole spiel about how it's just about looks and it's shallow <laughs> yeah. and uh and, and he's
1: basically like you only think that because you're ugly. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, literally, he says it meaner than that, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> he literally uses the term fugly
1: yeah. multiple this is very times. very 2000s, kind of.
0: <laughs> and the, and the <laughs> term skank, which yeah. I don't know what era skank I is. I feel like that also might be maybe 90s, 2000s? Maybe. I don't know. Tell uh, tell, us in, yeah, tell us in the comments if you, what if era you ever used or from? encountered the word skank being used like as unironic slang. Yeah. Would love to hear about it. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's just so over the top in just how he thinks about everyone around him and himself. Yeah. yeah, so he's but Kendra the witch manages to get under his skin by basically being the only one it seems who's ever questioned his yeah. status or his validity as someone just by nature of his like looks and everything. Um and so he's still thinking about it later on in the day um when they go yeah. to gym class and he sees her sitting on the sidelines. Um, he makes like a racist comment about her clothing at one point because she's wearing like a long flowy like robe or dress, and he what? refers to it as something that terrorists would wear.
1: Oh yeah, I yeah. missed that.
0: Um, oh, so there's yeah. a, there's a few moments like that. Yeah. Um, where it simultaneously feels like the book is 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 of its time in a way, but it also does. It's still deliberate in the fact that, like, yeah. you are supposed to think this character is, yeah, is a you're, dick. Yeah, you're not so supposed to like him. The things that he's saying, it's 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 almost like you don't know how much of it is a little bit of, like, maybe not carefully chosen language yeah. of the time. And how much of it is the character just being like that. Right. I mean, yeah. And you're not supposed <laughs> to, now I'm
1: skipping ahead of, like a little bit, but you're not supposed to like him, but you are supposed to, like, at least sympathize for him. Yeah. Like, maybe which empathize a little we, bit. we... But-
0: we jump into that. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're, we'll talk about that. But it's just because his dad is also pretty horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we'll talk about. Um, so,
0: um, so, yeah, so then uh, later in gym class, he sees Kendra again. He goes over to her. And since she got under his skin so much, he's playing it off like it doesn't bother him. And then he decides to play a mean prank on her. So he pretends to express interest in her and um, basically thinks simultaneously as he's flirting with her how much... He just thinks she's so ugly and she's so mm-hmm. weird. And he actually, though, like his dialogue is relatively charming when he is honestly, talking to her. yeah.
1: Like, you, you that's where I think I, I get that. Like, this kid is actually really smart because, like, he is really good at controlling his the way he's portraying himself um, versus his internal thoughts, which are you yeah, know pretty,
0: pretty yeah. bad. So, you can kind of see how at this uh, he simultaneously is very obviously. A dick, like vocally, at multiple points where it would be obvious to people around him. But you also see how he can get away with it, exactly, because he knows how to yeah. reel it in. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so he basically asks her to go to the dance with him, where he's hoping to be crowned royalty. Yeah. And um,
1: he's rich enough that he's just going to buy her ticket, even though he has no intention of actually going with her. Yeah. because um, he's going to go with his girlfriend, Sloane. Yeah. Who is also really mean
0: just a very one-dimensional
1: like so one-dimensional like she almost comes across as worse than kyle from the start because she has no other substance yeah you know since we're not getting her thoughts like kyle calls her up or no she calls him and is like hey some skank probably is what she said (laughs) um is saying that uh you're taking her to the dance like what gives and then he's like, no, no, that's not... Well, he lies to her. And he's like, no, that's not true. Like, she's crazy. And Ben is like, but let's not tell her that I'm going with you so we can, you know, make her, like, feel awful when she finds out, like, yeah. I'm with you at the dance. And then Sloane is like, yeah, so smart. I
0: love it. And then you're just like, what, what? She's what? like, that's so funny. Let's do that. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay. And these are, like, 15-year-olds.
1: Yeah, these are 15-year-olds. Like, how horrible yeah
0: like so anyway. yeah so no one's coming off looking great and god so turned out to be a witch and yeah. was fine with this <laughs> so so that's kind of kyle's character as we have mm-hmm. established and i think it's funny he's called kyle kingsley so obviously he's supposed to be the royalty in this yeah which is a great name honestly yeah yeah kyle, kyle kingsley. kingsley the yeah. alliteration is there yeah, it's great um so yeah so then later on we actually meet his dad, and we get a sense of their relationship. And his dad, as I mentioned, is a famous news anchor, so he's super well known, always on TV. And he's clearly the one who's taught Kyle all about this looks matter. Yeah. Um, we're, you know, living on the surface only. <laughs> uh, and he basically, you know, he walks in uh, at, into their apartment after Kyle gets back from school and he's got his Bluetooth in and he's barely even paying attention to yeah. Kyle. Um, and Kyle, Kyle in his inner dialogue is very aware already yeah. of, like,
1: how, knows how little neglectful his dad, his dad cares.
0: is. Yeah. yeah. Like, he even says something early on about ha- asking his dad if he loved him when he was a little kid, and his dad kind of... Not really. Answering. Yeah, kind of.
1: Yeah, uh. and him, and Kyle never asked again, and so like you get a, the sense of like, okay, this is a kid who has been starved for love, and so does not know how to do anything besides starve other people for love.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it basically cycles of abuse and yeah. neglect. Yeah, um, and his mom also had walked out on the family when he was younger, mm-hmm. and you get the sense you don't know that situation. We don't get really into it, and we don't get to ever meet the mom, yeah. but you kind of get the sense that. It might have partially been because of the dad, but it probably was more likely because she was looking for like I think she marries a wealthy plastic surgeon and lives in Florida and doesn't really have an interest in her son. So it's mm-hmm. not necessarily her escaping even like a bad situation. Yeah, like, it's really more just her just, not caring. Yeah, it's just her <laughs> about
1: doing her own thing. Yeah, honestly. so yeah. so
0: so basically we established Kyle as someone who has not only never felt love. For anyone in his life, like genuine love, but he's never been genuinely yeah, loved by anyone in his life, own. and in any sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's where we where we we're starting off, and then, of course, we get to the actual dance. Where well,
1: well we should talk about um the the rose. Oh, the, yes, rose. the rose! Very
0: important. Okay, so yeah. Hence why we've got the roses. But, the roses um, are very important. Yes, as you can. Yeah.
1: So. Which he is okay. set to go to the dance with both Kendra and Sloan, but as we know, he's gonna screw Kendra over um, pretty much immediately. So Sloan is like, get me an orchid for a, what is it? A uh, corsage. Corsage. Oh, yeah, so I guess that's yeah. a boutonniere for the corsage. Yeah, yeah. corsage yeah. boutonniere. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Sloan wants an orchid. She's very, very specific about that. Um, so uh, Kyle tells Magda, their maid, uh, to purchase him these, at least, I don't even think he says no, he anything for the Kendra. He just, no, he doesn't want anything for Kendra. He just wants the orchid for Sloan. Um, but Magda comes back with a white rose and he's furious and honestly, reading, one of the hardest things for me to read in this book was the way that this 15-year-old child talked to the maid. Yeah. I was like, the amount of disrespect that he is saying verbally to her and in his head. Like, I, I just I, oh it is uncomfortable you're not happy and you're like good I'm glad that she got a rose
0: and not the stupid orchid um so yeah yeah and it does kind of come across as this weird coincidence yeah that Kendra requested this rose mm-hmm. and then Magna shows up with yes. this rose um which may or may not come into play later I want to talk later too about that and how I think maybe it could have been better done. Yeah. I don't okay, really I, like that. But I agree. Um, but yeah. Yeah. We'll um, talk about that. So yeah. So he's like, all right. Well, Sloane's probably going to freak out because she's just as shallow as I am. And she really wants... She would... It, it's going to ruin her night, basically. Yeah. So, Predictably, she, she does. does. <laughs> she, she freaks
1: out. She's not happy.
0: She's she, not happy about it. And Kyle is just like standing there with this rose corsage at the dance while Sloane goes off to like, greet her best friends after yelling at him. And he's just like, well, great, what do I do with this? Because I don't want to give it to Kendra. I have no intention of yeah, actually taking her to the dance. So he happens to notice like the ticket takers, or yeah. a girl who's working at the booth or something. And she's a student,
1: but she's she's working the dance. Um, yeah,
0: and he, he notices that he doesn't really know her. Yeah. Uh, he might have seen her around. Uh, he describes her as, as he describes everyone's looks, he describes her as... Plain looking yeah. and, it, you know, just not someone he would ever really spend any time on. And he just is like, yeah. hey, you want this rose? Because I've got, you know, yeah, I've got nothing to do with it. And she assumes at first that he's just making, you know, trying to make fun of her. A, yeah. A like, prank on her. Kind of like he actually is intending to do yeah. to Kendra. And he's, just,
1: he's like never spoken to her before. And he's offering her a flower. Like while she's working the dance, like it's clear that she's, you know, she's doing it because she... Well, he assumes and is correct, like she's a scholarship student. So like she has to work the dance. And so she, it seems like she gets affronted by this, which I understand knowing who Kyle is like, yeah, you would kind of assume that he's not just giving you a rose out of the goodness of his heart.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. And he's not really, but, uh, when he does give her the rose, she accepts it and she seems really excited about it really happy to have it, um. As he simultaneously kind of judges her for being excited about it, he also kind of feels good. Yeah, he's like oh, and then and then
1: he immediately turns in around and is like, "I'm glad that I don't have it when for whenever Sloane inevitably wants it later on." Like he's glad he gave it away. So she, she's just so Sloane can't yeah. have it, and it's like that's his girlfriend. You know, like he doesn't even care about her. I mean, no. I don't and really she think doesn't she cares care about ahead, him either. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not like that. But like, <laughs> He doesn't even care about her. It's just the pettiness of like being like, yeah, Sloane's going to come back at some point and
0: want the rose. And then I think she does. Um, and he's like, I'm glad I don't have it. And and then after this, of course, is when he runs into Kendra and they make a whole scene about how oh, you thought I was going to yeah. invite you in. And Sloane's part of it. You know? Yeah. yeah. And Kendra... Terrible people. It's, Kendra simultaneously genuinely seems to have mm-hmm. acted as if she you know, thought he might be there to, to actually be good on his word, mm-hmm. but isn't surprised yeah. when he doesn't follow through. Yeah, she she was, and she's basically like, I was trying to give you a
1: chance to do the right thing and not be an asshole, but um, <laughs> you proved
0: me right. Yeah, and I forget if there's any kind of magical thing that happens here, but he is clearly freaked out yeah. by her for the rest of the night. I don't think that she... I does she say she curses him? She says something, like, ominous,
1: yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and so he just feels off the whole rest of the night.
0: Yeah. And he d- he gets crowned, whatever. Uh, and Sloane does, too. And then there's a whole thing where he wants to leave and she wants to go back yeah. to her place. And he does the whole thing where he goes back to her place. But he's just so off yeah, from this whole like Kendra thing. Time. So then he when he makes it back to his own apartment later on that night then he's feeling sick he's too. like, like messed he's like up. yeah and then kendra is there in his apartment and he's even more freaked out because who wouldn't be that yeah i know i pretty I'm messed up out. yeah it doesn't matter who it is i'm like
1: what are you doing here?
0: so then he's looking at kendra and he's like something's different yeah because all of a sudden she's hot right yeah
1: whatever he doesn't actually get too detailed into her looks um when she's hot so
0: we don't really know what it means but she's just more attractive more apparently attractive. than she appeared before yeah. and um and something about her her eyes are really green they're doing something weird her hair is changing colors and he's freaking out And she's yeah. now kind of revealing herself to basically be a witch um and this is where our prince obviously uh gets yeah, cursed and so he turns her, she turns him into a beast here yeah. like he transforms fully and he still thinks he might be hallucinating or yeah. dreaming or something But um, he immediately, like, lunges at her and tries to kill her. (laughs)
1: Yeah, like, he literally, oh, I was shook. I was like, holy crap, like, because it describes his, like, claws sinking into her flesh. And I'm like, holy crap, like, he's, like, literally going to kill somebody. And that's his, like, oh, that's actually the beginning of the second part, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, let's, I mean, it's all, it all, like, blends into one. But I would like to take a step back and, like, discuss the Set up in part, in okay. part one. Because this book is divided into six parts and an epilogue. Yeah. Um, so we so just yeah, described part one. We just described part one. He turns into a beast at the
0: end of part one. Um, so thoughts on how that set up? Uh... Well, I think it's interesting that... Um, so we mentioned they start... There's the chat room thing. So obviously the chat room framing device starts before he turns into... Um, I mean, it starts from, like, after he's already been turned into the Beast. And so kind of what it does is that in that chat room discussion, they ask him to tell his story. And so you're kind of... It's kind of like... Obviously, I don't think that the um, the story itself is him telling the story. That's way right. too much yeah. detail to give your chat yeah, room friends. Yeah, but, um, but it's kind of like... It leads into, like, well, this is how it all started. Yeah. Um, um,
1: and I think it's a good setup. Like, I think it really does show how terrible he is like there's a little bit of nuance yeah but
0: um I think anything that's really gonna put someone off from this book already is gonna be just the overly cartoonish characters and the language yeah it does
1: sometimes it feels well like you said cartoonish over the top but then also just like just just not real not even cartoonish just not Authentic, I guess. Yeah,
0: it's it's very much one of those like modern ta- fairy tale retellings that's that's really trying to be in the time that it's in. And I will say that um, I get that it's a modern fairy tale retelling, but on the note of personal taste, I love a fairy tale retelling, but I do prefer it to be more atmospheric and fairy tale like and this is much more teen this is, yeah teen it gets tale. a little bit more like atmospheric and like that later does, on but it, it almost does. doesn't work yeah because of how dissonant it is from like the beginning
1: yeah and i i do feel like if they built up to that like maybe i don't know because they kind of don't really build up to it almost because it starts in this really weird it's almost Uncanny Valley fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> where you're like, you're reading it and you're like, this feels like a real thing that could happen. You know, no, obviously not the turning into the beast or the witch part. But I mean, like the things that, like the conversation that you're like, it's almost what could happen.
0: But, but it's not. It's not. Something yeah. is off. Yeah. And then there is the whole aspect where Kendra is a witch, but we don't actually know. There's no established knowledge of magic in this world. Yeah. So, except for the the chat room that we have, which establishes that there are other people in other places who have been transformed into creatures. Yeah. Um,
1: But besides that, like, Kyle's up to this point living in a witchless world, a magicless world. Yeah. There is no, like, it's our world it's supposed to be our world, and then all of a sudden it's like, what? There's magic? You know.
0: And and we don't really fine. ever get, like, an explanation as to why Kendra is there, why mm-hmm. she picked him specifically to teach a lesson to, but we do get the sense that, that she's here to teach him a lesson.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, and we do, we do a little bit in, at the end.
0: Yeah, I guess that's it's true. Not, I don't really remember. Yeah,
1: I... Yeah. A little bit. It's not not a lot though. Um
0: I like to think of her honestly as his really alternative fairy godmother. Yeah, for sure. I could <laughs> like, see that. I she's definitely a see hardcore. That. And I think as we
1: like talk more about it, like yeah. that comes out as well. Um but yeah, so that's part one. And so now we move into part two, which starts I mean it it starts immediately from him being turned into the beast this is where he jumps at kendra but before we get that it is broken up by another chat room with the beast talking to the other members which is silent who's a mermaid who is considering turning human for a guy gee i wonder who that could be and she has to give up her voice in order to do it so she's she's going through She's trying to figure out her transition. Yeah, she's
0: the one who's the opposite from all the rest of them, is that the rest of them have been transformed against their yeah. will. She's considering a transformation, mm-hmm. and so she's there to kind of be another perspective yeah. in the
1: group. And then there's the um, froggy, froggy who is was turned into, he's a prince who was turned into a frog and can only be released if,
0: he's kissed by a princess yeah i we don't know where he's the prince of i, I mean no. i know there are princes that exist in the world today right but, but i haven't heard of any of them being turned into frogs um well see no one movie. actually knows yeah. that he was that's transformed. True. that no to one does world, know so. that was, yeah
1: that's true um and then there is Grisly grizzly guy. guy um i i cannot figure out okay so
0: so there's this weird thing where he has there's you can kind of figure it out if you don't know, like, right off the bat who they are. Like, you can kind of figure it out by who they mention interacting with. Yeah. And this guy mentions two women yes. or girls.
1: One is Rose Red and one is Snow White. But not... And every time they say Snow White, not the one you're thinking of. And, and I, I'm like, okay. What does
0: this mean? Yeah. And right? so what is... And it's a guy who was turned into a bear, basically, it sounds yeah. like. And so, like, Rose Red, I swear to God... If there's anyone out there who's like this is very
1: obvious, yeah. And... Please tell us because I really thought that Juliana was gonna know, and she doesn't, and I don't know. I mean, so... like Rose
0: Red, I'm thinking like Little Red Riding Hood, like... right? I know
1: that's that's or um, Briar Rose, like the Sleeping Beauty one, right? But, oh yeah, but... like
0: oh yeah, but Snow White and Briar Rose, I feel like Sleeping Beauty and Snow White that they both sleep. So like, yeah, but then it's also
1: now. not the Snow White that you're
0: thinking of. And what are they doing together? Like and why and is there a bear? Because why is there a bear? There wasn't a bear, as far as I know, unless there's like there could be like a original like fairy tale content that we were just not aware yeah of. yeah like so original if you know, Christian Anderson stories please comment yeah please let us know
1: but yes yeah, so now we're into part two and it picks up right from where we left off besides that brief little interlude in the chat and this is where he lunges at Kendra and like rips his claws into her yeah. and you're like oh my god um but then she's like haha you can't kill me yeah <laughs> so, okay. um so yeah
0: so this is like honestly one of the most just like disturbing parts because I hate, yeah. I hate, I like it always makes me. I mean, not, I don't hate it because I think it's bad. I just get uncomfortable during those parts of stories where someone like has transformed into something new and they have to like prove to the people around them that they're still them and yeah. tell them about it. And so we have Kyle like staying in his room all weekend. Oh, well, we didn't talk about the terms of, oh, yeah, we should. Do that. Yeah, yeah. So Kendra says, because you, um, she's basically like, you're, you know, the whole thing of like, oh, you're on, now you're on the outside how you are on the inside, a beast, you mm-hmm. you know, which there's a whole lot of, about looks and, and all that and whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, she basically says, since you you did, um, there was one act of kindness that you managed to And when she says that, perform, he's like,
1: what? What was he's it? He's like, what did
0: I do? Because he knows that he's not a good person. Yeah. He knows. He's like, I'm not nice. He's like, I, sometimes I think I should be nicer, but then but I forget. Then I, yeah,
1: but then I'm like, nah. <laughs> and,
0: and and I think that does that is something that happens, I think, for a lot for people, especially mm-hmm. when you're not when you're sort of just beginning your journey to more self-awareness like a deeper yeah. level of self-awareness is that you have these moments of clarity mm-hmm. and then you kind of get back into your regular yeah yeah patterns and you forget and then you come back to it uh obviously he's, he's his world has been shaken to the point where he is no longer able to go back to his old patterns um yeah. and so Uh, she basically says, you, you performed one act of kindness, you gave that girl a rose, and she really liked it, and that was nice. So, I'm gonna give you a chance to undo this curse, uh, within two years time, you have to find someone to not only fall in love with you, and you have to love them too, um, you also have to get a kiss from them. Because there's always gotta be a kiss to prove love. Yeah. Except in the- in the movie, actually. It was just saying, I oh, love yeah. you. It wasn't even a kiss. Yeah.
1: It was just saying, I love you.
0: And, you know, I find that interesting as as, that interesting as far too. as tropes go. Um, I don't know. I feel like simplifying love into even just saying, I love yeah. you, or like kissing yeah. someone. But it is a fairy tale retelling, and that is, is the, the gist is, of kind is. of how that usually goes. Yeah. Um, so, he's, and he's like, well, I mean, I used to think that anyone who had, like, acne or was, like, fat was, you know, horrible and could never find anyone to love. So now how could I find someone to love me when I'm literally not even human? And they are just like, yeah, you don't deserve to, but, you know. So he, he, it's like, it's like not even like, um, and and I, I, I'm glad they didn't do this. I don't think it would be good, uh. I, I I would be a little bit more uncomfortable if she transformed him into someone who looks like someone he would have thought of. As yeah, yeah, I think glee. it is
1: definitely better that they went the actual literal actual beast, route. beast route. Otherwise, like that would have like
0: I don't because the actual concept of beauty is first of all, I mean it's constructed, right? Yeah. It's 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 literally it's in the eye of the beholder, but it's also constructed based on societal expectations. Yeah, and, and it history. has
1: changed. So and all that, much, yeah. Like throughout history, so
0: and I don't think I'll, I don't think a lot of books in the 2000s, early 2000s, had the wherewithal to really no. go into some kind of plotline like that with the full awareness enough to kind of make it obvious that like a character like this isn't right at all. Like yeah. not only no not only is is he incorrect to be mean to people, he's yeah, also he's not like, correct in his assumptions about. Yeah looks and what it means means. and you know the larger societal implications of that um so so she actually the fact that she actually turned him into an actual like literal animal it's like thank god he's like there's no fucking way Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) technical difficulties but we're back we were just talking about um you know, Kyle has been transformed. Now we're glad that he was transformed into a beast and not a representation of one of the people who he thinks is ugly. Because frankly, in the 2000s, or honestly, even now, I don't. We don't really trust that people would. I'm slightly moving the roses over. <laughs> don't, don't really trust that people would um, uh, do that well. Yeah. Um, but now, so now he goes through this whole thing. He's mad at Kendra. Kendra tells him, "You've got two years." He's like, no one's gonna love me, and so he uh, has to now tell his
0: dad. Yeah, he's a beast. So that goes about as well as you can imagine. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but eventually, his dad is like, "Okay, you are my son, and you didn't like eat him or something." So, yeah. uh, well, I need to fix you. He's like immediately. He's like, "I will. My son will not look like this." Yeah. <laughs> so his dad is all about looks. If
1: Kyle's all about looks, it's because of his dad.
0: Yeah. So they they. We kind of like fast forward through it, but they have like some some father son bonding time as they look for plastic surgeons who can fix him. And yeah, basically except it's not
1: really bonding time. Like they don't no. bond at all.
0: No, yeah. This is a relationship that's not it's, it's not one that's that's gonna be saved. And, um, and
1: this, if anything, is gonna drive them much further apart.
0: Yeah. So uh, basically they we catch up with them at the the very last plastic surgeon that they've gone to who yeah, out of like is,
1: fourteen different doctors, maybe.
0: Yeah, they're really their last resort. And basically he is like, yeah, no, um, we can't do anything. Like the hair just grows back. Yeah,
1: like his this- dad doesn't
0: believe it's magic, and
1: they're not telling the doctors that it might be magic.
0: Yeah, um, they think it's some kind of medical condition, mm-hmm. but it's also it's interesting because this doctor's so casual about it. He's like, oh yeah, well we can't do anything, but you know, plenty of people learn to live with various conditions and. You should go into counseling and get some help. And also, we'd love to study you. Yeah. Um, and it's like,
1: yeah, this isn't just like a medical condition. He's literally a beast. Like an animal. Like, yeah. yeah. He's like an animal. So, so... <laughs> um,
0: doctors can be bad. It, well, it was also weird. It just felt like not in character for how someone would react. No. Um, to this kind of situation, like, they would be a little bit more baffled, I think. Yeah. And a little bit less chill. On the yeah. one hand, it's nice that he was just kind of, like, taking it in shied. On the other hand, it was kind of like, wouldn't you be like, yeah. yo, what the fuck? Yeah, let's <laughs> talk more about how
1: this happened. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Like, what...
1: Yeah, um, what were
0: you eating leading up to
1: this? You know? It was a
0: really funny line, too, during this part. Um, when they're talking to the doctor, where the doctor says something about um, how... Uh, uh, oh, we didn't talk about Sloan. Yeah, that's okay. It, it, the doctor says something about how um, he really loves Kyle's dad on the news and how his wife has a little bit of a crush on him. And Kyle's like, he says something like, um, uh, uh oh, yeah. God, on, yeah, God, was this guy going to ask for an autograph or suggest a threesome? <laughs> I thought that was really funny.
1: Yeah, and it's also just like okay, this poor kid just got turned into a beast, and like this is what he's got to worry about. Yeah. it's like <laughs> the doctor almost hitting on his dad, like
0: propositioning his dad. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's just and he like takes it in a stride as much as one can, yeah. I guess. But it's also like gross. Yeah, this poor Kyle.
0: And you get some in- implications during this time that Kyle really, as much as Kyle also is kind of. Because his dad is clearly repulsed by him. Yeah. And Kyle is also repulsed by himself and his looks, and he's just so down about it. But you can also tell that as much as Kyle also feels that way, he is also just dying for his dad to accept like, him as he is. Yeah, and, I care about him.
1: Yeah. And not just care about his looks. Yeah. Because his dad says something to the doctor about, you know, we would do anything to fix this, like, no matter the risk. Yeah. Basically implying that you know it he doesn't care. It doesn't matter if, if Kyle he, dies. Yeah, he just doesn't want him. Yeah, existing. And time. Kyle's like, oh god. But same. Like he, he's <laughs> like, I hate that my dad said that, but also I
0: agree. <laughs> yeah, Kyle has some really dark moments mm-hmm. in this book. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to say it's glossed over. It's not. But it's it gets like there are moments that are darker than I would expect for this mm-hmm. kind of story. Um, and yeah. So basically, though, at this point, Kyle is like out of hope his dad's out of hope and, and his- he knows that
1: kyle knows that it's not a medical c- condition he knows that it's a curse and actually his last stitch attempt before they go visit this last doctor was calling over sloan um because you know they'd said i love you before even though kyle even knew that you know it didn't mean anything but he got his hopes up that he could get her to come over kiss him and then Everything would be fine. And so he does have her come over. He keeps the lights low so that way she can't tell that he's a beast now and has her kiss him. Um, and then she's like, oh, you need a shave. <laughs> and then she turns on the light and it's like, oh, he's a beast. And um, she's horrified. I love the way you said that. Oh, he's a beast. <laughs> oh, oh, he's a beast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Honestly, like that kind of was her reaction. Like if I were her, I would have been a little bit more scared. Like she got it together really quickly and just like she, ew, fuck you. Like
0: You're gross now. Yeah, you if
1: any if you get fixed, call me. Like Yeah. And then she dips. Like literally she just like dips under his arm. Because he also puts his arm over because he kinda wants to keep her in. But
0: it's such a like, it's awful. It's an all around. It's it's terrible, terrible. Everyone everybody
1: involved. <laughs> Like Kyle is just this is a low, I mean obviously all a lot of this book a lot, is a low most of for him. this book is just um, Kyle
0: being in a low,
1: yeah, but it was just um it was just really uncomfortable to read, really gross, um and uh, Not great. yeah, nothing good happened there uh yeah, so, so then
0: after all this, like and and Kyle's dad giving up on him yeah, and everything he did um, up. I love Kyle's optimism at this moment when he's like his dad tells him that he's moving. They're, Wait, they're, I don't think that's... They got a place out in Brooklyn, and Kyle expects... That's, that that's that's part three. But we're, like, pretty much there, right?
1: No, because we still have to talk about... Um, this is where um, he, he has a commentary. This is where he, he, he gets the mirror, and... Bro,
0: I don't know how much space my phone has, but okay.
1: All right, well, real quick, before we get to moving and the fact that his dad, like, literally, literally gives up on him, um, Kendra, the witch, has left him this magic mirror. So... like he picks it up the first time he finds it and like sees himself and he gets his hopes up he's like oh my god and then it like goes back to the beast and it turns out that this mirror like it's his way to communicate with kendra for some reason she wants this and for some reason he does
0: sometimes talk to her but like you know but not only that Oh, yeah. It turns out this mirror lets you spy on literally anyone doing whatever. It doesn't matter. And you just say their name and you can see what they're doing and where they are. And it's fascinating to me that as much as Kendra is like, like, you are a terrible person and you need to learn a lesson she's also like here let me give you this mirror that lets you spy on literally anyone
1: so we get encourages him to do yeah (laughs) and we get this two-month montage essentially because he like it's there was one month left, left of school and now it's going into the summer and he basically like told everyone he had pneumonia and then that he was going to boarding school and you know okay all right back again So, we get a montage of Kyle over this summer period, end of the school year, summer period, looking at people in the mirror. Um, And he looks at all sorts of people, mostly people from his high school, though. Um, He uses
0: the yearbook to look them up.
1: Yeah, he doesn't just only do the people that he was friends with, although he starts with them. But He just goes through the yearbook and says, mirror, show me, whoever. Um, And then he sees them. And he ends up getting a little bit fixated on this girl, Lindy from his class that...
0: I don't think he knows his, her name is Lindy. Linda. Or nickname is
1: Lindy. It's Linda, sorry. Yeah. Linda. Um, and uh, he ends up watching her more... And usually he just watches people from his high school once, but he ends up watching her more. And so he starts to learn her, learn about her and develops kind of a connection with her even though um, it's very much one way. Yeah. And he yeah. realizes that this
0: is the girl that he gave that rose to. Yeah. Um yeah and he he sees that she likes to read and he's fascinated by how she could be so into that and you know we can kind of see where this is going
1: and he starts to see a little bit of her life and her dad is also an asshole but a different way so we start to to get the sense it's not super explicit in the first time he sees her interact with her dad but um, her dad's a drug addict and he treats her horribly Um, and yeah we see more of that as we go on so that ends part two um. So part three is really where we're going to get. Well, do we have any? Is there any uh retrospective we want to give on part two, or should we just no? Keep I going? just want to move on. No, to part all right, we're just going to keep going. Uh, um. So part three is where we get. We get another one of these. I am chat messages with all of the the support group people.
0: Yeah, and there's where there's where there's some inconsistency in this story, um, because in the next section that's where we get to um him. Uh, his father moving him to brooklyn to live in a brownstone and essentially he thinks that his dad's gonna come with him but it turns out he's just abandoning him there basically Mm -hmm. and it's a really nice with the maid with magda with magna magda (laughs) magna (laughs) with magda uh and it's a really nice place it's got
1: five floors five floors they don't even need the fifth floor they don't even use it
0: yeah And um, he's got a bunch of video games and stuff, but it's essentially a a prison. Yeah. And he knows this immediately, and he's like, you know, a gilded cage is still a cage, that whole thing, and calls his dad and is really mad at him and basically says, well, okay, look, if you're going to leave me here and you don't want me to be seen... and And you don't want me to tell people what I am,
1: Mr. News Anchor Guy...
0: Then uh, you're gonna have to give me like free rein of your credit card, basically. Yeah, and um, find me w- a tutor. He wants a tutor, and um, leave me alone. Like yeah. never see me again. Yeah. Um, and the last one he says mostly because he has a very self-aware moment of like he knows he knows preemptively that his dad doesn't want to come see him, mm-hmm. so he's just cutting that off. Yeah. Like because he doesn't want to get his hopes up that his dad would anyway. Yeah. Um, and he also asked for a computer, so that way he can um, possibly
1: meet people, specifically girls, online to yeah.
0: break this curse. So this is where there's like a little bit of a, a continuity error because there's a moment in the chat where he says he's moving. Yeah. And that kind of implies that he's been in this group chat since before he moved. But then in the actual text itself... He, it seems he like he didn't to, like actually look for group chats until, until after, after
1: he had moved. Yeah.
0: So yeah, but I
1: also do feel like the uh the external IMs are kind of uh they they don't they don't they're not even part of the story. It feels like they're separate from the story, but they're relating but to But then, the then it's story, like why but, are they even there? Yeah. I
0: think that should have been that could have been Yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. Um, so, yeah, so we've got him in his uh, beast's castle now, though. So yeah, uh, he's it's him, Magda, and then a new person shows up, the tutor named Will. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of got our Mrs. Potts and our Lumiere. Yeah.
1: Um, and Will is blind, which was, uh, you know, I guess important for his father to have someone who wasn't going to tell the world about his son's condition. Um, and then Will, I mean, not Will. Kyle probably gave that idea to his dad because when they were at the doctor he had said like oh can I go to a school for the blind and just like tell them I'm also blind and and the doctor was like no (laughs) Um, so then Will's dad, nope Kyle's dad is like Great idea. Let me get someone who's blind. Um, and so it seems like Will is an all-around smart guy, but like the only thing they ever study is English. Like yeah. right from, there's one reference that like there was a chemistry class that Will was teaching, but you never see that. Well, it's only about It's really about focused the, on the books. It is it is just focused on Which the
0: books. Which makes sense I guess thematically because the, because the whole, library. Yeah.
1: And the beauty and the beast is the very library important. and the beauty and the beast yeah. reading
0: is important. Mm-hmm. Belle loves reading and obviously we have yeah. our suspected Belle character mm-hmm. we know loves reading. And at this point, though,
1: Kyle kind of moves away from using the mirror as much. Yeah, there's like
0: seven months, I think, yeah, where well, we don't really like, see what yeah. happens,
1: but he doesn't use the mirror. Yeah, he's, um, he's reading with Will. He's, uh, he's reading with Will. <laughs>
0: and, <laughs> and he's I, online.
1: He's online. And and looking, he, yeah, that's yeah, he's a, looking yeah. up.
0: Um, he's trying to see if he could meet someone online to fall in love with him. Um, to break this curse.
1: <laughs> That's when he checked out MySpace.com. MySpace. And
0: there's another one, like Zanga or something, which I had never heard oh, of. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I did yeah. not heard of
0: it either. I mean, we are young enough to... old enough to know what MySpace is. But too young to young have it. Young enough used to not it. have used it. Although... Theoretically, we could have. Because yeah, there's plenty have. of people that he comes across. So what he does is this is like the mirror is a questionable device in terms yeah. of like violating people's privacy. But, but it's, it's also magic. It's very, yeah. And so
1: it's- it feels different even though it's not.
0: Well, yeah, it's, like, not something that anyone could actually really do in real yeah, life. Yeah, Sort of
1: physically going to stock. Right, exactly. Someone. Like, it's, exactly, that's what makes it feel different, is it's not, it's not, cap- you're not capable of doing that.
0: Yeah. So, um, what he does is he'll, like, meet someone on like, a chat room, and then he'll ask to see them via their username, and so in he can mirror. see who they are. So I guess he didn't totally get yeah. rid of the
1: mirror, but he just started using it in a different way. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: so then he's, like... So he comes across, like... Ten-year-old cops. A 40-year-old guy. Like, old guys, like women, uh, older women older, posing yeah. to be younger. Yeah. Um,
1: so he's not really having any luck there. And it's no. kind of an interesting look at, like, mid-aughts uh,
0: online
1: Culture. Uh, culture, and, like, the
0: perspective also of what, of, of that perspective of you never know who you're talking to, yes. which
1: is true. But also the perspective of you can't meet and fall in love with someone online, um because Kendra, like, appears in the mirror and is like, you gotta stop doing this, it doesn't count. Like, you can't make a real connection with someone
0: right. online. Right, and he's like, well, no, that's kind of bullshit, because people do.
1: Yeah, and she's like, no, but it only counts once they
0: meet. um And... Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily true. No, I think that's a, I
1: think that is a very like mid two thousands take on on yeah. and I think especially especially
0: after the past like few years that we've all had where we've sometimes had to rely on mostly non in person connections. Yeah. Um, I think we all have a different perspective on that, especially now. Mm-hmm. But also, I got the sense that the bigger emphasis on on that. For kendra was that the person has to know he's a beast yes and still love him anyway well
1: i i agree that it was her like main point but it was she folded in this commentary on like
0: online online relationships. relationships and i have a proposal actually for this book to make it better and to make the chat room thing tie mm-hmm. in more i think he should have started a relationship with the bell of this novel online Yeah, I I actually I thought that that was where it was going. When I
1: reread it, I forgot that that's not what happened, and that was where I thought it was going. And I was like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. And then it didn't happen that way, and it makes less sense. But we're coming to that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So. So he's not
0: having any luck, really. No, and this is where
1: he starts to get into like deep into uh, like deep depression. Like he's reading books like The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which Will got for him. Yeah, which Will. (laughs) Will was like, You might like
0: this. And it's like,
1: Oh. (laughs) Buddy, read the room, like
0: I mean, on the one hand, but on the other hand, I mean, like, yes, he does start relating to like these main characters. He's phantom he, of the, the Phantom opera. of the Opera, and it's so funny because he's like he compares it to the the novel to the musical, yeah, and he notes that in the novel, the phantom is just like actually kind of terrible and like a monster, and he's not really romantic, and he's kind of a creep. I've never read the novel, so I can't account for that. but, um compared to the musical where. Uh, he's much more portrayed as like a sympathetic maybe. a romantic hero yeah, in a yeah. sense even if he's not still kind of a creep and and he identifies with this guy but he's also like man this sucks like yeah but then he also <laughs> does
1: have a moment of like man i wish i could just be like the phantom and carry a woman away into my <gasps> brownstone like he does say he has that.
0: really dark moments where he's like he ta- he's like talks about like going to like and like hearing people make out in alleyways, and wanting to like
1: oh yeah, wanting to be the guy in, like like like
0: wants to like he wants to like 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 kill the guy oh yeah and he take wants to the kill girl. the guy
1: take the yeah and it's dark as hell like and this he's is like, a 15, 16 year old at this point
0: like but he says well and and you know what that's not even unrealistic like and he says like he's scared of... yeah like he hates his yeah mind his self basically and and really what's happening is he's falling into a, like a really deep depression and he doesn't know how to handle it and. Um, yeah, and it's, it's.
1: And so this is where he's like really leaning into that, um, dark persona and he changes his name from Kyle to Adrian because he doesn't want to be Kyle Kingsley anymore. Anymore.
0: He's like, I am darkness. Yeah. And so
1: Adrian (laughs) means like of the dark or something or the dark one. The dark one. I think he literally says, I am darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am darkness. Which reminds me of
0: I am vengeance.
1: Yeah. And so he, um, he changes his name, and then Will gets him into roses.
0: Yeah. So he
1: develops one of the fun things for Kyle. I will say, it's not super fun, but I think Kyle also acknowledges that it's pretty great. Is like his dad has a fuck ton of money, so he has Will just buy a bunch of things like for school and like like so many books. Like they're they're getting all the things that they need, and so then Will actually takes it upon himself to get a. Bunch of flowers and plant them in the terrace garden. Whatever. Yeah, he's it is. got like a little garden. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Brooklyn. into a brownstone, so I guess there's some, a little bit of them have outdoor yards. space. Yeah, um, and because um, Will likes gardening, Will likes roses, and he wanted to do something to brighten up Kyle's life, basically, or Adrian's life. We're gonna start calling him Adrian. Yeah, now. Adrian. Um, and so Adrian gets really into the roses. It's slow, a little slow at first, but he kind of like immediately he is like, oh. Oh, I I do like this. Um and then slowly and we'll see it does become almost an obsession. But he's that's when he starts leaning into the, you know, I'm the beast of this manner and I my roses are my only friend. Like,
0: yeah. And it's actually kind of nice because it's it's really a, it's a real shift for this character yeah. in terms of obviously we know it comes from I don't know if it's I guess it's probably in the original fairy tale too or whatever. But it, we well, obviously know the from rose the and... we know from the Disney movie that yeah. roses are still important in that. Yeah. Um, and there's the
1: whole. I think he did have a rose garden in the original.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we know where that comes from. But it also does work in terms of being a character beat, where this character who previously like was living a very shallow existence is now going through this huge internal and external shakeup in his life and experiencing depression, and then gets into a very like physical task that he can now um it's like a new passion that he can now devote himself to, and it rings true. Mm-hmm. I think that can happen a lot when you're someone's in that kind of uh mind state when they when they can find a new hobby or something to engage with that way, especially something like that you're doing with your hands or something that you're um you can research and really yeah. learn a lot about because um, he does i mean that's what he does He yeah. starts tending to them, caring for them,
1: and that's even more in in part four um but like this is the beginning of that
0: and actually um. My tea, my tea bag has a little quote on it. What a desolate place would be a world without a flower. Ah, and that I is
1: that. What does mine say? That's really speaks to what we're talking about. That works. Mine says there is pleasure in the pathless woods. Okay, Could've, sure. Yeah, but, there's
0: plenty of other flower quotes.
1: <laughs> um, um. <laughs> so this part, and so Kyle started going out. We kind of touched upon that. Like he's he's kind of bundling himself up kind of like making himself look like a homeless person there's a little bit of commentary on what it's like to be a homeless person or what kyle perceives it to be like or adrian perceives it to be like um in new york city which is you know people don't look at you you can just go by unnoticed so he's kind of using that cover and bundling himself up and so people won't notice him um and it does work and the only time he doesn't do that is when it's halloween Cause he can actually go out. Um, and this was honestly, oh. it made sense because it's like, okay, yes. Yeah. Halloween. That's the only time he can go out. Sure. What was super uncomfortable to me. I wish, I wish this part hadn't been in the book, honestly at all. Cause he goes to a dance and, um, like a random school's dance. Like he sees someone like selling tickets outside. Cause I guess that's how school dances work. I feel like it's not. But, it was another private school, not the yeah, only private to, school, but like a, a fancy school one. So we don't know anything yeah,
0: about so that. Yeah, so
1: we don't know. <laughs> um, but so it's their Halloween dance, and everyone's in costume. So he's out, and like he looks like he's in costume. Um, so that's great. And he meets the ticket taker, and they kind of hit it off, and they're going in and they're dancing. And she really, she, he pretends like they go to school together. And she really wants to see his face. She really wants to, like, to actually talk to him, she thinks he's got a mask on, so she keeps trying to like take his mask off, and then it escalates to the point where like he literally breaks her arm. Yeah,
0: he like breaks her arm and runs away, and then and we that's never it. hear about that again. That's it.
1: Yeah, and it's like horrifying. Like it's it says, um, "Stop it!" It came out. Uh, it came out a roar. Now people were staring at us, at me. I pushed her away, but we were too entangled, and she stumbled, making a final grab for my neck. I grabbed her arm, twisting it behind her, hearing a gruesome crack. Then her screams. I ran, her scream still ringing in my ear until I reached the subway. And that's yeah, it. that
0: was that's disturbing. It. Yeah, super we disturbing. don't talk about it again. He doesn't check up on her in the mirror no. he and like, think that's, about her No, again. and so I'm kind of like,
1: why put that in? Yeah,
0: I feel like if that wasn't going to forward the character right. story that much, it could have just been he ran away. Yeah, it, it could have just been he wa- wandered around New York City for the
1: first time, like unencumbered by, you know, Putting stuff over him and like what a night it was, and then he was sad that it was over. I mean, over. I think
0: he could have even had the moment where he met the girl, but he yeah. just like ran away and was really upset that like he, you know, or had some kind of reflection on why he couldn't tell her the truth. Yeah. And also, you know, he could feel bad for himself about that. Yeah. He didn't have to, it didn't have to es- escalate to where he breaks her arm. No.
1: Because
0: um, anyway. I just don't think that added anything. No, it didn't. So now we get to
1: part four, which I believe is the longest of all of the parts. Oh yeah, this, this is, the is meat meat the seven and potatoes months later. Of the book. Yeah. So so we get I guess I guess what that signals is that he gives up. Like he goes into this straight almost depression where he's only tending to his roses. And he's making strides in terms of his relationships with Magda and Will, if you remember. Um he was awful to Magda, but she's still there. She got a huge race to move into this Brownstone in Brooklyn with him. And she's still there taking care of him. he's he knows that she likes roses. He wanted to bring her roses. He, he took it down and just, like, left them on, on the counter. And, and yeah. she's
0: being really kind to him mm-hmm. through this whole thing. And so he's starting to reciprocate
1: a little bit. He and Will have a good relationship. I actually really like Will's character. Um, I don't know if he's the best written character, but I in terms of... I think his dialogue
0: of... is a little bit, like, weird, because the way he's written, she... The author... I don't know if the author's Actually, I don't know the gender of the author. Matter. But just... the author has him use words like quite yeah. a lot in a, in a way where it's supposed to be, um he's supposed to ha- be speaking in an elevated way, but even someone who's an English, like a real, yeah, real English really nerd nowadays, I don't think really does that. I mean, I guess unless he's
1: only reading, you know, older books and he's only got Kyle to talk to, so.
0: I would say overall, hmm. in general, dialogue isn't the strongest no, point it's not. of the book it's anyway.
1: Not it's definitely not the strongest point in the movie. Um yeah, but anyway, so yeah, we're in part 4. Um so he's he's really sad. Um and he's he's uh so sad that like the roses are dying because he's only talked to Will and Magda at this point and like the roses have been his main hobby besides reading and and talking to them. And so he actually builds a greenhouse for them so they can stay. So they won't die because he starts getting like really upset. Even when the greenhouse is built, he's just sad that the roses die at all. And he's like, I know they come back, but like every time I see one fall, I'm sad. He's deep in
0: it. He He is is very deep in it. And it makes sense because he's
1: for this. He's been this way for almost a year. I think at this point, Mm -hmm. um, Maybe not. Maybe it's November. Oh no, no, he's going through. Yeah, so it's like he's recapping the seven months. Like yeah, by all through this, he's been this way for like almost a year, um, and
0: uh... and then he has this moment. Um, where a, a genuine compassion, and he's had a few of those. Yeah, since, you start to
1: see it. Like he, he yeah. very quickly did start to change.
0: Yeah, he, he, he did. Like I, I think you kind of can't. And it actually not,
1: felt. No, you can't. In not that situation. And, and I will say that was one of the things that I thought felt the mo- the best about this book was his character transition, because yeah. it actually felt pretty realistic. As much it did, as it as can, much you as can it in this kind
0: of circumstance. Uh, yeah. Um, because because the whole point really is that Kyle is not or Adrian. Is not inherently like, you know, nature versus nurture. He's not inherently a a terrible person.
1: Yeah. He has to unlearn a lot. Of he has things. to
0: unlearn and learn a lot. Yes. And he does. And so, um, at this point he's you know, he's like, Hey, look, Kendra, cause he pulls her up on the mirror, it's like, Hey Kendra, what what up? Um, it's Which been a like, while. Hey. Uh, I've lost all hope for myself right now, but I feel like you could do something for my friends, Will and Magda. Yeah,
1: because Kendra at this point has seen that he's changing, and she actually feels bad. And so he's like, "Well, can you, if you can't reverse the spell, can you do something for me then? If you feel bad?" And she's like, "What?"
0: Yeah, and so she, so he wants uh, to help uh, reunite Magda with her family because basically, there's uh, it, it's implied that Magda. Um, like is it uh, like an immigrant? I guess. And yeah. Her family like hasn't been able to move over. Yeah. To like the United she, States. She and her
1: husband came over. He was an, unable to get a green card, so he had to go back. And her children are basically grown now, and she hasn't been able to see them. But she sends like money back.
0: Yeah. Um, and so he wants to reunite her with her family, and he mm-hmm. wants uh, to get Will his sight back. Um. Because Will. Is blind. Is blind. Yeah. And so he's like, I mean, you have magic. You could do that, right? And she's like, well, no, because witch rules. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe i could fold it into your deal so maybe now if you actually do break because she also is like hey i don't want you to give up yeah yeah don't <laughs> um, give he's up. like no i give up he's like she's like yeah. no he
1: like, gives up like many points at many points in the book because, but he's always got at this point every time he gives up he's got someone there to persuade him not to which is yeah. for him
0: and and the thing is he says you know i have my rose garden i'm I'm, I'm appreciating beauty like I never did before. You know, this sucks, but it also, I feel like I'm experiencing and, and, life in a new way. And, and I'm learning to live with. And I'm learning to live with this. this. And she doesn't think that's enough. But I will say, I think it's impressive enough that he is really self-aware enough to, yeah. to recognize that he's living life on a deeper level than he did before. So even yeah. if his situation still sucks, like he's still getting something out of that he's already he's like learned a lot about himself and he can appreciate that
1: yeah um and i think that goes i think it's not out of character either because i think we saw that he was a smart person he was an awful person but he was smart and he had that hint of self-awareness that kind of comes and goes um you know and this is him becoming more self-aware you know kind of understanding things in a different way but not in a way that it was such a big leap for his character,
0: Yeah, I feel. Um, um, and as an aside, like, sort of tangentially related, I just remembered this. I don't know where it showed up, if it was in this part or or previously, but um, there's a point where he's reading Picture of Dorian Gray, and he mentions yes. to Will, he asks the, uh, the tutor, Will, um, if Oscar Wilde, the author of Dorian Gray, was gay, um, and Will, like, yeah, confirms that he was, and uh, basically, like, you think that like it could be a moment where Adrian shows some kind of like ignorance or just like phrases things in yeah. a really awkward way, but it, that doesn't happen at all. No. And I have to say, like, yeah, it's, it's a brief <laughs> scene. Gayness is not mentioned at all again. It, it, all, honestly, Adrian only brings it up to really like be like, man, I relate to this dude who like, because like, you know, Will is like, well, yeah, Oscar Wilde had an affair with a, uh, you know, someone well known, someone's son, and then basically was imprisoned and. Died for that, and Adrian's like yo r- hard relate, yeah. <laughs> like, like I feel that yeah struggle, and that's that's really it, but it's so interesting because there are so many other like books I feel like that were written around them that, that do not handle no like, that subject well at all, yeah, like look, Adrian might have been an asshole before, and he might also be a little bit racist, but he's a homophobic, <laughs> yeah, it does
1: not appear that way,
0: <laughs> apparently. Um, um, so I just thought that was really yeah interesting. no it
1: is it is that's a good point because it, it especially a book written in 2007 you could see that conversation going much differently or Even just if not it happening was just, at all yeah or not happening at all but like also if it was gonna happen it'd be brought up to make some sort of stupid comment um, and not you know yeah it's kind of an, a, just a confirmation
0: and a moving on like you know I do um, think like Beauty and the Beast is a really good. Like, it's ripe for a queer retelling, I feel like. Um, Yeah, I could see that. It's got a lot of that subtext, I feel, Mm -hmm. that can work super well for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Almost wish that was the book we were reading here, but it's not. (laughs) This one's pretty fun anyway. Yeah.
1: Um, So, yeah. So, anyway. So, like we said, this is the longest part because this is where um, he finally, finally becomes the beast. Well, Mm -hmm. he's already the beast, but we're talking about the closest to... uh, the Disney representation of it uh, or even the Hans Christian Anderson tale, I guess. But so he's all set up. He's got his greenhouse. He's loving his greenhouse. One night he hears a shattering glass. Someone is breaking into his greenhouse. And now he, you know how he feels about his road. Yes.
0: He will not stand for this.
1: No, he won't. And, and he, he says, doesn't. And he grabs the, the, he runs down, grabs the intruder and brings him up to the one of the higher floors. I think the fifth floor. And
0: he literally, he literally says, "Who dares disturb my room?" Yeah, roses? and head he's like, "What?" And like, we're all like, "Yeah, what?" <laughs> and it's like literally, he he's like, "Why did I say that?" And it's like we all know why you said that. It's, yeah, like, just, it's because the beast probably says that in like yeah. the movie or whatever.
1: Um, and so he grabs this <laughs> intruder, um, who looks pretty familiar, and uh, then. Like, yeah, I don't even know how to describe this. So he's, like, hanging him outside the window, kind of, and the guy's like, what do you want? Like, don't kill me. What do you want? I could give you drugs. And he's, like, figures he's a drug addict. Um, I could give you money. I could give you my
0: daughter. And and then Adrian's like, oh. What? Daughter? Tell me more. <laughs> a human <laughs> female um, <laughs> who and so, may break my curse.
1: And so essentially, the guy... Turns out to be Linda, Linda's father, and if you remember, that was his favorite uh, former mirror. Yeah, to stalk the person he's, the
0: he spied on in the mirror. Um, and who he also gave the rose to.
1: Yeah, and yes, who he gave the rose to, and so her father's the one who's just broken into the uh, his greenhouse and is offering to give him his daughter. So, uh they make a deal where in a week's time, he will bring Linda or Lindy as her father calls her to um live with Adrian.
0: What a nightmare. What a what a nightmare.
1: <laughs> I I don't really understand how that's I mean the I, I'm not, obviously they're trying to show that um her father's terrible. He's just as bad yeah. as Adrian's father I in a very I think he even way. like he
0: was physically abusive with her earlier at some point. Yeah. He saw in the mirror. So we know that he's not taking care of her.
1: Yeah. And we know that she's probably, we know that we know that she is better off, like even regardless of whatever's going to happen, that we don't know what's going to happen next, but we know pretty much that she will be in a better situation physically, at least.
0: Because we know, even though Adrian is a, like, looks like a beast and it's, it's a little skeevy. I mean, it's very It's skeevy, very skeevy. That he is like, well, I mean, this is an opportunity where someone could fall in love with me, so I better take it. Um, we also know that he's not the worst intentioned guy and that he's actually not going to, like, physically harm her. Yeah. Um, and it, (laughs) yeah, it is,
1: it's uncomfy. Yeah. But also her father is... Ready to
0: just give her up. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like, okay. Like, he didn't even have to know that you had a daughter, but you brought her up first. I know. Um, so he... Then, but then he 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 when he uses the mirror and finds out that it confirms that the daughter is in fact Linda Owens, who he now knows is called Lindy, I believe, because mm. her dad called her that. Um, and so he gets really excited, and he's like, "All right." He
1: is. It's actually kind of cute. Like he's more energized and excited than he has been the entire book about yeah. anything. And, um, like he gets to work there cause they've got like a whole extra floor. And so he makes it a nice like suite for her and it paints the room and, and gets, gets the more bed. He books. uses the mirror to check her size in the closet and then buys out like Macy's Jr.'s department for her <laughs> in her size. Like, and he has, a, makes a big library for her attached to her, uh, room and like gets her all like just orders Ton of books and he's like super excited about it and it's actually kind of cute um still creepy though because also yeah. like the reason he knows how to make it so nice for her is because of he's her, been spying he's been on her. Spying on her and also lest us forget he uh lest us not forget he is, is, kidnapping, is her. kidnapping her um but it is also kind of cute um, but the book doesn't, like, let you forget that he's, like, he's where... He's not, like, super happy about it. Like, he knows what he's doing. He's like,
0: this is fucked up. And let's also not forget anyway. that, like, Will
1: and Magda also go along with this. They also think it's fucked up, but they're also, like, best shot, and yeah. we know he means well.
0: Yeah, they're like, we know he's, like, not terrible. The one thing I so... don't
1: like is, and this is, like, trivial of his preparation, is he, like, writes on the her door, like, means Oh, yeah. And, like... I'm like, that's her father's nickname for her. Like, he If you knew want her to seem, Linda. like, a little like,
0: bit less creepy, but yeah, you don't. just
1: write Linda.
0: Um, no one comments on that, but yeah. I, I'm commenting I be, look, on that. If I were him and I was trying to be really smart about it, I wouldn't do half of the things that he did. Because I would be like, hey, I would want to make the room nice, but I would also be like, hey, you, here's the credit card, you feel free to decorate it however you want. That's true. That will make yeah. you feel at home. Like, I would give yeah. her some control over her yeah. environment, you know? Yeah. Like, on the one
1: hand, it's cute. And- or maybe even, like, do the bedroom and then, like, give her the – but, like, not not get too great – but, like, make it nice, right? But then, like, give her the whole um, library empty and be like, fill it up. Or maybe, like, put a shelf in there with some books on it and then be like, fill it up, do what you want, get whatever you want, make it comfy, like, do your thing. Yeah. You know, even just the library. Because, like, I, I could see you setting up the room. Like, you don't have to – know someone too well to set up a nice room for them. Yeah, but, I mean. But he obviously goes above and beyond that.
0: Yeah, and, so. like, buying all the clothes and stuff. Yeah, and like, that's Let her, buy her own clothes. to the max. Um, <laughs> um, and
1: that's also, like, I don't think that ever comes back. Like, I don't no. think she ever comments on it. He doesn't even mention if she wears any
0: of the clothes that he gets her. It's like, does so he like, even okay. have taste? And... Yeah,
1: we, we don't know. He just got everything, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, but um,
0: obviously she shows up and yeah, is, like, she's, like, not, not happy, happy to be about at all. there at all. She's mad. I mean, she. She even says she's. So he he watches her in the mirror when she shows up because he doesn't want her like to see him immediately and like be terrified even more than Fury mm-hmm. is. So Will walks her around, and she tells Will about how she um how she she wants to get out of her current situation but she what, was doing that her herself she's got, she got uh, a scholarship. scholarship to that private school and she wants to go to a really good college and she's going to get out and leave and that's that'll be that yeah um so she's like this ruins all my plans what am i supposed to do now because like she's not going to be allowed to leave to go to school or anything yeah. Like, this just completely ruins everything for her. Yeah.
1: Like, as much as it's a better situation in terms of living space, it is a worse situation
0: in terms of just her general goals. (laughs) Yeah. And so we get this, like, time period of Kyle being, like, Adrian being both, um, upset that she's upset, but also, like, I mean, I guess that's fair that she's upset. Yeah. And Will (laughs) is
1: kind of like, don't bother her. She obviously doesn't want to talk to you. Um don't go too hard
0: yeah and so he emphasizes because because adrian's like i really want to make her like i want to make this better what can i do yeah and will kind of says give her space give her space yeah, yeah. let her come to you if she wants to mm-hmm.
1: and so he does that like she stays in her room most of the time he'll watch her through the mirror in her room of course. um and it kind of irks me that like the mirror thing is something that's never really addressed like i don't think she really understands how much he like, because she does eventually find about, out about the mirror. It is never addressed, like how much he actually used well, it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so there's finally a point where she somehow decides to. They meet in the. They meet for the first <sighs> time finally in the apartment. Yeah, and she learns that like her father wasn't just tripping, um, like. He actually is a monster. Oh yeah, yeah, and they it have, have their first, to, yeah. Real conversation. They had their first real conversation. It would just happen to be at night, and like he was in the living room, and like she came out of her room to put like dishes in the sink, and he's like, "I'm here, you know, don't be afraid." And so she meets him, and she starts to realize like, and she finds out he's only sixteen.
0: That he actually does, in fact, look like a literal beast. Yeah, being. and <laughs> so like
1: there's a reason why he can't go outside, and so she starts to like. It seems like she feels bad for him, and then he brings up like the fact of. Uh, he, he mentions Will being his tutor, and she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, Will's tutoring me. Um, do you want to join our classes? And she's kind of like, I do want to do that. So Kyle, or Adrian gets really excited about this. Well, he doesn't say it to like her, but he gets really excited about this because progress. He goes down early, like wakes up Will and Magda, lets them know, um, and then... You know, that she's going to be coming down for the lesson. Maybe she'll stay for lunch. Oh, my God. He cleans up the greenhouse, makes it all nice. She loves the greenhouse. Mm-hmm. She loves the roses. And he's like, oh, my God, she loves my roses. <laughs> um, And they do Shakespeare's sonnets, which is, like, super basic. And, you know, like, again, they course, only ever read. Of course they're reading
0: sonnets. And um, then he's like, oh, I, we have to pick something that I know ahead of time so I don't seem stupid. Yeah. And Wilshire's kind of like, just be yourself. Yeah, she can
1: be smart, too. Like, you yeah. Know. Um, and then, so, uh, actually, to Adrian's credit, like, he does, like... Come around. Come around. Like, he's in the lesson. He's like, oh, it's actually, like, yeah, okay, I'm doing pretty well, but it is really nice to just hear her. Like, she's smart. It's nice to let her be smart and, like, hear what she's saying. So, that concludes part four, which I mistakenly said was the longest part. It's actually not. But, like, he's just that... That, that tutoring session is the turning point for him in terms of his overall attitude. Like, he is much happier. He's enjoying things more. Um and now we get um you know another interlude with the yeah. with the think, people. I think this, at this is where point,
0: Silent made the yes, the
1: the mermaid, little mermaid who wanted to turn into a human but had to give up her voice. This is where she comes in and tells everybody that she's gonna have to die because that was part of the deal because he, she couldn't get the guy to love her and uh, like, because
0: she saw him kissing another girl kind of you know just like in the little mermaid but in the actual original fairy tale she mm-hmm. ended up ends up actually dying and, then, and turning into sea foam yeah yeah um because <laughs> yeah
1: that's just what it that's just what it was
0: so then the whole chat group is kind of like it's really sad it's really dark like she just straight up dies and like Does she not come back? No, she does not
1: come back. Like, she's she's, gone. Yeah, it is pretty dark, considering the, like, happy trajectory that we're on right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure what it means, to be honest with you.
0: I mean, yeah, she, she just straight up turns into sea foam. Yeah. It's sad.
1: Um... So now we get part five, and this is the longest part of the book because this is his, like, actual cementing of his relationship with Lindy, um, as he does call her. Yeah. Um,
0: And I will say, at this point, um, on this continued, as as we've – most of the the books we've read up to this point have had some kind of central romance in mm -hmm. them. All of them have, I guess. And this book does not break the streak of, like – having romances that just don't engage me. You mm-hmm. know? I don't... It's not the worst one. That no, I
1: do. I, I actually would almost say it is the best
0: one. Um, I would say only... Like, Lily's Ghost is it. only better oh, because yeah, it's, a cute, better like, and and it's a better book. And there's, better But it's not, like, a really, like, big romance. No. It's just, it's, like, it's more everything like, is yeah. working together really well, including the relationship between right. the two. And I would say if, if we're going to go with,
1: like, romances, like, partnerships that are meant to be romantic and romances, honestly, I think this one's the best just because, like... Well, they're locked in together because he is a self-made prisoner and she's literally his prisoner. So they have nothing to do but get to know each other, which they do.
0: Yeah, they do. I mean, I'm not
1: saying it's the best fleshed out one. I, I don't think that.
0: Um, I would say the thing for me that it just doesn't do is I don't... I can, like, appreciate the construction of it and say that it doesn't bother me as much as, like, beautiful creatures mm-hmm. and um I am number four. Yeah. And even Twilight because, like... It's a, was a little special case, but also like I didn't, I wasn't like, ooh, the romance, it's so cute.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I, I didn't care never about felt that that way, and I didn't feel that and, way about this either. But I think it came the closest to me.
0: Yeah, I think when I was younger and reading it for the first time, like there was something about it that simultaneously repulsed me because I feel like there are parts where it gets really like saturine and like, yeah, how do you, however you say that, it gets really like overdone um to the point where i get a little bit like eh. Honestly, most of the end for me i'm like eh. yeah i'm, I'm like mm, it's a little like to too much yeah but i also was like there were parts that i i think i did find really sweet and and interesting but i had again i have not had that like that, you know when you're reading like a really cute romantic book and you're like you feel it in your body yeah. and you're like yeah oh. this isn't that book and you're like ooh like or there's like a lot of tension you're like i really want them to get together because you could tell that they really you know it does, not i'm that. not not rooting for them but no but it's yeah. just when it's just like a, a comedy right when when there's a really when you're there's a really good comedy or a really good romance you feel it in your whole body yeah. and you're like really engaged and this none of them have done that for me so far and yeah.
1: and i'm like looking at my notes and i'm kind of like even though this is the longest section like even though it's I mean, like, we don't, I don't even know how much we actually have to talk about because it There's is just them, just them exploring their each other in terms of like becoming friends and like learning about each other and doing cute things like watching the princess bride during a thunderstorm because she's scared and yeah, he's just awake and, and
0: like doing more. Exploring lessons the attic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Doing my
1: lessons with Will. Apparently, there's a chemistry lesson. All we see is English, but okay. Yeah. Um, they
0: explore the attic. There's a moment where they
1: find an old dress. Yeah, they find this old dress and they, uh, like, a bunch of stuff that belonged to f- the former owners that I guess got left there from, like, a long time ago. And she puts on the dress, and he's like, Well, she's actually really pretty. Um, and. Uh, and but he doesn't even really describe her that much. Not
0: really. I mean, we know she's got red hair and that and she's preclose. not
1: the kind of beautiful
0: that he would have thought of yeah, we we're, beautiful. We're,
1: I guess we, we're meant to infer. But honestly, for a book where it's so concerned about looks, there's not a whole dis- lot of description of looks.
0: It's not like a thorough description. It's more like... Concepts. Oh, that's like she's so hot, or like oh yeah. blonde, yeah, or that's what oh what I don't, I don't you know? really consider
1: that too much of a description. Yeah, it's not so. really
0: flowery descriptive book in that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, but that is one of the things I think about this is that I think the book looks uh, works really well as a character exploration of a beast character, you know. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't work super great as a romantic story because I don't I agree. feel like Lindy is a fully developed character.
1: No, and that is the unfortunate thing. I mean, it's partially because it is a a first person perspective, but um, we do see Kyle learning about her, like, but it is, it does feel.
0: There's good moments, but it just doesn't dig into that depth. She almost feels even
1: younger, I think, because of that. Like, because Mm -hmm. we know how much he's gone through and how much of a different person he is. Like, obviously, she's gone through some shit too, but she just seems a little bit younger. Yeah, we don't see her grow. We don't see her in terms of playing in the snow. It feels. It
0: does feel almost like there's like a, a an age age difference, difference. between them yeah. that there isn't. Yeah, there isn't. And but I I mean, I guess. And it feels almost like Kyle looks at her a little bit in that way. Yes. Like he he almost even though there is in an as like an emphasis in the story of him learning to appreciate her as a person and and he's learning to appreciate like life in general and in a deeper way and appreciate all people as people. There's a certain way that he looks at her where I don't think he ever really loses this, like, looking at her as some kind of, like, unattainable, like, special girl who is kind of a little bit separate from him. And also is, yeah, there's,
1: like... Like, he's got this longing for her, but it's really less about her and the fact that, like, she could be the key to his happiness, AKA getting rid of the curse. Like he thinks that he, he I, I mean like he genuinely seems to think that he would be happy with her and he loves her. But like it's also on the backdrop of like this is his only chance. And so how much of it is Yeah, like actual, it's like both of those things
0: yeah. working together is kind of, yeah, how much yeah. of it is, is him actually being all about her and how much of it is him feeling like this is his only chance. And yeah. I think both things can coexist at the same time. And not interfere with each other but i think the story just doesn't do as great a job of showing us their connection yeah as much as i i would like it to
1: yeah and so by the end of part five though they are close friends um and he's actually working up the courage to tell her that he loves her um because she had expressed he, he was thinking about letting her go um, because he just he felt so strongly about her and felt horrible that he was keeping her there. It had been like seven months, I think. We're gonna around the seven month mark or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean seven months after she'd been there, not like seven months into this she's whole thing. She's been there
0: for a while. I don't yeah, know. Exactly, I think it how said long. seven
1: at the beginning of the I don't know, it doesn't matter. Um but then he she t- tells him how much she loves Snow, but she's never like been out of the city, so he calls up Daddy Warbucks, <laughs> um, or his dad. And gets him to, like, get their old winter cabin ready. Um, And so the four of them, Will and Magda and Adrian and Lindy, all drive up in a limo to upstate New York so she can be in the snow. And so they're there for, like, at least a few weeks. I think the intention was they were going to be there for a few months. But...
0: How does it happen?
1: So they're like (laughs) sitting on the couch and he made a fire because he learned how to do that. And um, Will and Magda are in their rooms because Adrian was like, hey, maybe you guys stay in your rooms because he wanted to talk to Lenny by himself. And so they were talking and she was saying how she just wished that she could just see her dad and make sure that he was right. And he was like, oh, if you see your dad and like know that he's okay, you'll feel better. And she was like, yeah. So he gets the magic mirror. Um, and it's like, you can see whoever you want. And so they tested out on Sloane, actually, his ex-girlfriend, which, what a weird thing for her to do.
0: Yeah, she's like, oh, this really mean girl, I want to see her, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make sense for what she, little character she, she has she, developed, like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah,
0: both she and Kyle have this, like, mutual resentment of their previous classmates. Yeah. That... Is unhealthy. It's one of their, one of the areas where, like, they don't really mature past. Yes,
1: I will say, yeah, they, like... They don't. And they we, think they're better than them too.
0: And Sloane uh, doesn't get like a, any kind of like depth to her character, No. which is in contrast to the film where there's a moment where he overhears Slo- Sloane talking about how uh, she felt like Kyle made her a worse person. Yeah, um, which is probably true
1: even in the book, but uh, we don't know that. We so. don't really.
0: Yeah, in the book, it's just kind of she's played one note.
1: Yeah um but yeah so they tested out on sloan weird but then she looks to see her father and then he's like dying di- i don't know he's in an alleyway tweaking like he's a drug addict and he is you know like shivering out in the cold like he's not not okay and she's like oh my god i have to go to him and he's like yeah you should go to him and she's like what and he's like yeah
0: He's like, I gotta let you go. Yeah, and then
1: he's like, just do me a favor, do it quickly, and like come back if you want to because you're free. And she's like, I'll come back, and she doesn't. Um, At least not for a while. She doesn't ever, actually, though. So yeah. anyway, so she, Kyle lets her. Adrian lets her go. Lindy's gone. She's off to to check on her dad, and then Adrian's like. He feels like this is the end. He didn't get to tell her that he loved her. He spends the rest of the winter months in, uh, in, I, I'm going to call it the Catskills because that's just how I pictured it in my head. He spends the rest of the winter months in the Catskills alone, but he likes it because he can go out during the week because, you know, there's no one around there. So he takes a lot of long walks. He communes with nature. Um, and he's really, really sad again. And finally, Will and Kendra, I think, both separately are like, hey, maybe do you want to go back? To Brooklyn to see if she will come back. You know, you've only got two months left. Um, and he's like, no. <laughs> I give up. And I feel like Will I might mean, have guilt trips him too and be like, what, what about my site? I feel yeah, like he might do that, I feel actually. like he does. Like, like hey, he does. didn't you
0: promise that I would get my site? What if you, how about you go do what you can to, to make that happen? To <laughs> yeah. <bro?
1: laughs> um...
0: And he's like, oh, she doesn't love me and she won't be back. And he's like, it would just
1: feel terrible. Like,
0: and I want to get my hopes up. Yeah,
1: like for and I mean, two like, months. Honestly, I get it.
0: fair. Yeah. I If I were him, I would be like, bruh, this is a hopeless situation. Yeah. I, 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 especially in, in recent years, like to maintain an attitude about life that anything can happen and nothing's impossible and, you know, the world is full of, interesting miracles. Kyle did but, not have that attitude. And but, we understand why. That's an attitude that needs to be cultivated and carefully maintained and is not I mean it might it might come naturally to some people, but it it's one that you more you have to be more deliberate about. Yeah. It's very hard to to stay in that mindset. Yeah. So he does
1: eventually decide to go back to Brooklyn. Um, And one of the... I'm glad I flipped to this page because it's just funny. But like one of the funny things is so they'd gotten someone to tend to the roses while they were gone. And he did just a poor job. And the roses are all dead, basically, and dying. And... He's, like, not happy about it, but at the same time, he's like, actually, this is okay, because they're my roses, and they're, I'm going to nurse them back to life. And he just goes straight back into, like, rose guy mode, you know? <laughs> he's a rose guy He's now. like, yep, this is what I meant to be. I was right all along. Um, and then... Wow, yeah, part five is definitely the longest. So I don't know how I... Thought, yeah, so much happens to this. Okay, so now he's back. We finally... We're actually getting to the end here. Do we finally get to the climactic...
0: Moment yeah, ever.
1: where it's basically the night the last night like this is the the two year mark is upon us and he um, he starts to oh, he gets out the mirror and he looks for Lindy and like as he's doing that he sees that she is in trouble and. Um, yeah. Being shaken down by, like, one of the guys, like, her dad. A drug dealer, yeah, I think, one of the, or something yeah, like that.
0: Someone he, someone he might owe money to. Yeah. And the
1: drug dealer's like, I could take you instead. Ha, ha, ha. And it's like, what is with these people? Maybe this is what they're like, but... Um, I mean, I I don't, I don't want to paint anyone with a broad brush. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying all drug dealers are okay to take their payment in child. Girl, <laughs> but... <laughs> But there's at least two of them who had it on their minds. So yeah. Anyway. Um, so Adrian's like, oh, my God, I have to go to her. Um, and so he does somehow, like, he knows
0: where she, where is. she
1: is, like, and where I to forget, go. Like, I think like- she lives, she did move deeper into Brooklyn. Like, so they're both in Brooklyn at this point. Yeah. Um. So he knows she's somewhere in Brooklyn. But, like, somehow he, because, like, he goes out to the subway and he doesn't put stuff on. So people see him. I think there might be out. some kind of
0: magical thing going on or something where he just, like, Instinctively. He just knows, yeah. Like, the mirror breaks. Oh, because he uses it to, like, people are, like, low key attacking him. Oh, because he runs, like, he, he runs out into the city without a disguise. Yeah, yeah. And so this is the mob scene where we get, like, a mob. Yes, yes, the pitchforks from cause the Because, you know, on the, on the New York subway, it's not like you, you ever see anything weird. Yeah. <laughs> not, I'm not saying that, like, a human sized beast, like, running through but, the like, subway. But, like, honestly, be a if
1: thing. I saw it, I, I don't would, even know how, f- I'd be like, oh okay I
0: mean look you want people on a New York subway will just like like,
1: like none of I my would have to well yeah because I would have to like see this like person like actually being a beast and like know that it's not a costume or like no like I would have to know for me to do it especially if if he's just like doing his own thing and like looks like he's in a hurry I'm like I <laughs> okay scary but like if he's not coming to me like and then i'm not seeing him attack anybody i don't know what i'm gonna do you, you know, see a lot of weird shit
0: on the New like, York yeah. subway and you yeah. just kind of have to go with it roll with it but something anyway, happens people, and people do not roll with it do not roll with it um no and one? and they say like really stereotypical things like a beast ah like, yeah can, and it's like, like
1: that's not what people would even anyway it doesn't matter yeah um That's one of my least favorite parts of the book, (laughs) just story-wise. But yeah, so he gets, like, fights his way through the crowd, breaks the mirror by smashing it on some guy's head, and I'm like, that guy could be dead. That guy's dead. (laughs) But okay. And so the mirror is gone, but he instinctively finds Lindy and... I'm not even, I read this book twice recently, and I'm not even <laughs>
0: clear how it happens. He I think get shot, shot, I think. Yeah. But he's also, as a beast, he was indestructible. Yeah. And which, so again, could have, this story could have gone in a whole different direction. He could have been, like, the new vigilante, like, X-Men. Yeah, I know. Kind like, of. There was a lot of potential
1: there. But yeah. he went to
0: the roses, and you know what? I'm not mad about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, like, he was able to, like, heal really fast. Like, he couldn't be killed, or so it seemed. But then he gets shot, and he's, like, bleeding out, and he's, like... I think this is the end. <laughs> Lindy, please kiss me. <laughs> Even though is he's, he's like it's too late, but like then she kisses him and like he does turn back and she says she loves him and like he turns back into Kyle and I don't understand how it happens if it was
0: lit too late. I just don't get it. Like I don't know, maybe Kendra was able to like pull some loopholes cuz she was like, man, I really wanted this I mean, maybe. to pull yeah, through. Yeah, it's unclear. And- yeah, and then and then Lindy's actually kind of disappointed that he's like a normal boy, like Kyle. Yeah, because well, she's I mean, like, it was, oh, you're hot. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's even
1: in part six, which is the shortest part of all the books. But like, just to put a bow on on this part, like he literally like, she. Oh, we never mentioned I think that like she had had a crush on him, and um, as Kyle, as Kyle. Like, after he gave her the rose and stuff, because he was, like, hot. And she didn't like that she had a crush on him just because he was hot. And so she tried to be like, well, he was nice. And he seemed smart. But, like, she also admitted, I didn't know him. So I just didn't want to admit that I might only like him because he was hot. Yeah. Um. So then he turns into Kyle. And she's, like, not that phased. Um. Like, she's like, what? She's like, she Adrian. But Adrian, how? But how? And he's like a witch <laughs> like a literally witch and she's, like, and she's okay. like oh and he kisses her and she's like okay um and so it was weird and so that ends part five um we get the last little
0: I'd say that the, the, like towards the end of the book is like the weakest point like, it the is honestly scene the, the is whole worst meat part. of it
1: is like Kyle's transformation, uh, transformation which like not physically like internal emotional big cat <gasps> big did cat? you see it no it was like a big black fluffy big cat, cat.
0: We did see that oh my god. It's over to
1: the yeah, it might be behind you might not be able oh, to see no. it anymore. We can run upstairs and see if we can see it in front of the house. I the I'll hold down the floor. Oh <laughs> camera's gonna did go. I move that? No, I don't think so. Maybe a little bit, but not that much. I'll just read I'll read to you. Mr. Anderson, welcome to tonight's chat. Grizzly guy. Hey everyone. There's some people I'd like you to meet. Snow girl. Hi, I'm Snow White, but not that Snow White. See, what does that mean? Who, which Snow White are you then? And then Rose Red, you always say that. It sounds dumb. It does sound dumb because who are you? Snow Girl, you're just mad because I got the guy. Mr. Anderson, ladies, ladies. Grizzly guy, anyway, this is Snow White. We're engaged. Beast NYC, that's Adrian slash Kyle. Hi, everyone. There's someone I want everyone to meet also. This is Lindy. She broke my curse. I'm not a beast anymore lil linda rose hi everyone nice to be here um i'm reading to them from the last thing snow girl congrats with the Z. rose red that's great mr anderson i've been wanting to talk to you beast i heard about a beast loose in the subway system was that you see this is meant to like be in the universe as like the rest of the story but it doesn't really make sense did you see it no oh you didn't see it
0: no it's gone it was big it was very fluffy i did not see the big cat <laughs>
1: All right, I'm gonna stop reading this um, because the that leads into part six, and it's basically like everyone seems okay. Froggy's gonna go kiss a princess, and he's gonna be good. Grizzly guy is whatever his deal is; he's good. Beast M I C is good, and then as lest we forget, uh, Silent died, so she's not there. Not there. Um, and now we're at part six, and so this is where like they get home. They have to go to the police station because all that commotion. Also, like they were. The drug dealer shot him. So. Yeah.
0: So, like, yeah. And I think there were witnesses or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: It all works out for them. They get back and, like, Kyle's dad is at the brownstone because he's, like, um, beast in the subway.
0: Like, I see you, man?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, like, that sounds familiar. I'm like, not happy about that.
1: <laughs> and Kyle's like, yeah, well, I'm Kyle again. And his dad looks up and is like, oh, yeah, you are. And it's just like... Fuck you, man. Yeah. Honestly, the worst. Honestly, the worst person in the... And that's the one thing I think the movie did better was like, there was an implication that Kendra was going to go back and get the dad. Yeah. And I was down. Yeah. And honestly, like... He
0: needs it. But Kyle... Movie
1: movie dad doesn't need it as much as book dad needs it.
0: Kyle does have his like, fuck you, dad moment. He's like, I don't need you.
1: Yeah, because dad's like, you can come back to move to New York if you want. And Kyle's like, nope. Nope. Um, and so, this is where, um, it gets weird. Oh. Oh, oh, okay, so, before it gets too weird, though, um, Will gets his sight back, because that was one of the things that Kyle asked for, and so, like, Will can see again, and so mm-hmm. that's pretty exciting, and Will was, you know, he was fine, like, he was a, he, he lived without his sight, and, like, he was good, and, but he that's was one also... thing,
0: is that in the book, like, Will doesn't really complain about, like, um... Being blind, he's like, look, there's, it's not easy. People, you know, degrade you, and it's hard, it's hard, hard for him to get jobs and things. And he, he used can't to, he used to be able to see, and he does miss being able to see. But it's not like, oh man, this is, you know, he, mm-hmm. like there's a difference uh, between the will and this in the book and then in the movie. Where in the movie, he's very, um, like very bitter about it, very uh, just like cynical about it, and just kind of like it's a prison. And while people are allowed to feel about their situations however they want to feel yeah. about it. It comes across a bit more of like a, well, you know, as a disabled person, I can't live a fulfilling life as yeah. much as everyone else. i um, like very much so. And I hate that, especially when
1: in the book, he's not like that at all. And he's actually a great influence on Kyle Adrian in the movie. He's terrible. Neil Patrick Harris, not your best work. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so then they go to find Magda now. Cause like, will can see a sight. I'm, well, okay. <laughs> well, well, has his sight back. Um, and everyone's excited. And they're like, Magda, like, she was going to go back to her family. And they go to Magda's room. And it's like, she's gone? Oh, my gosh. She didn't say goodbye. Tear. Um, So then Adrian gets out the mirror, which is back somehow. I thought he smashed it, but he's got it didn't back. Didn't smash it? I used He hit it over the guy's head. And that's oh, why I he didn't he have did. the.
0: I don't even remember. I don't know. It
1: doesn't matter. Um, and so, like, he asked to see Magda, but he gets Kendra instead and she's like, come up to the roof. So they go up to the roof and like Kendra is Magda. Yeah. Magda so Ma- is Kendra. <laughs>
0: oh, it was Kendra all over. Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um which okay, there's not a lot of discussion about race or things in this, but it what Magda was obviously a woman of color and it does feel weird to he, me that the one
0: He specifies that she speaks Spanish and that she um uh like makes latin food yes um because that's where like she's from like south america or something like that it is a little
1: bit off-putting that like she turns out to be kendra who i am assuming is white i will say i don't think that we we don't actually know have confirmation and
0: that's what i was thinking when i was reading that scene um and he was talking about how he actually specifically mentions that when he worked when she worked for him and his dad she would make like regular food, meat yeah. and potatoes kind of stuff. But now that she is just him and her, um, and he doesn't care what he eats, she started making a lot more of dishes from, like, her background. And yeah. so I was like, did Kendra just, like, research dishes? Yeah, or- I know. Like, or is she actually – maybe she's actually supposed to be, like, culturally – Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's
1: possible – I don't know. It's very unclear, and it is honestly off-putting, especially when you're like – so, listen, I'm not saying – and Adrian Kyle also agrees like he came out the better for this like he became a better person and it benefited him but honestly as as um as someone who lived with them and like saw how his dad was and like how that impacted Kyle
0: I just I there wonder was- if this is really like the best thought out plan. There was an interesting dissonance between Kendra as Magda and Kendra as Kendra yeah. when she interacted with Kyle. Cause as Magda, she interacted with Kyle in a way where she was very much, um, that kind of person who can see past the exterior and know that like, this is a, a teenage boy who hasn't been shown much love and doesn't know how to express it. And, and also she knows that even though he's really a, like a, an asshole that he is because he's miserable inside. And that yeah. he would be a happier person if you learned how to appreciate people and be nicer. But also as Kendra, she's kind of like, you suck and you need to be taught a lesson. Yeah. And, she later and has I'm going to make it
1: pretty much as hard as it possibly can yeah. be.
0: <laughs> um, and, and she ha- comes across as much more just retributive and like, yeah. is that a word? And um, just less sympathetic. And it's very interesting because I think that both perspectives can coexist within the same character. But I almost feel like it would have been better if, like in the movie, they were two separate characters. I agree. I would have liked it a lot better because I liked Magda. as And like
1: some things do make a little bit more sense. Like he never had to tell Magda, like there was never a scene about him revealing the way he looked to Magda. You know, she just always took it in stride. Hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder why that is. Like she was the one who came up with the idea to bring Lindy upstate to the snow instead of set her free because like she was working towards... Like, him... Yeah, I mean, I guess Magda would have been doing that anyway, but I don't know. Like, she was, like, scheming also as Kendra, I guess. But, like...
0: Yeah. I, I'm I, not a fan. I, I, I would have liked it if... if because if, Also, because having Magda as a completely separate character, that's another connection that he had that to That he made, made yeah. yeah.
1: And then, so now it's kind of a little bit more artificial if it was this witch who was kind of rooting for it.
0: Yeah, and, like, the, the thing time. is, like, Magda's like, kindness towards him is part of what changed him. Because he, he could see that there was there were people who could be loving and respectful towards him even when he
1: was an asshole. Yeah. Um yeah. So, so. I I didn't like that. And I then I it was it also weird. I don't think it worked either because then it was like well the whole thing was that he wished for her was to like go return to her family and he was like and Kendra's like, I am returning to my family. Like I had been banished to live with you and now I get to go back, and no there's one really no knows what that means.
0: I think Adrian's like, okay. I wonder if there are other books that are like fairy tale retellings that are set in the same world, and oh, maybe. maybe you get to see more of Kendra. I know there's like a Lindy's diary where you get to see more of Lindy's pr- point of view. Oh, maybe we should read that. Um, maybe do a short little video. Yeah, now. and it's, it's short. One day in the, in the but um, I wonder if there—I never looked it up—if there are other books that just didn't get as popular. Maybe, maybe um, we could see. Because I'm I would curious like a little that. bit more explanation. It feels like there's like more to this world. Yeah, it feels like we there's don't. something
1: missing in that. Like, like it's like hinting at something that oh, if you know, you know. Yeah, and I don't know. Um, um
0: but yeah, I—I I definitely think that Kendra work would work better as just a completely separate character. Yeah, and and I think it also, it works in the sense that. I mean, Kendra, like I mentioned earlier, Kendra kind of strikes me as like a very intense uh, fairy godmother with like alternative methods of helping her. And it seems like her
1: alternative methods may have gotten her in trouble. And that's how she got stuck being Magda in the first place. Again, unclear, though. That's like the implication. Um, But it is very confusing. And honestly, a kind of uh, lackluster way to end the book. And if you want to talk about a really lackluster way to end the book in the epilogue. They go back to Tuttle. They go back to the private school that they started at in the
0: first place. Yeah, and it's to finish like, out their senior year. Yeah, to finish out
1: their senior year. And it's like,
0: why? I mean, on the one hand, for Lindy, if if she really wants to, you know, obviously keep up with her education and get to a really good college, it makes sense. But, like, they could have found another no, school, No, they could have. Like, his dad
1: is rich as hell, and he got both of them back in. He could have gotten both of them into anywhere else, I'm sure. Like, th- that's kind of the implication. His money can do anything. And so... It doesn't make sense to me that they would just go back. And it's with all these people that they left behind, like, two years ago, basically. That they didn't like. like. That they didn't like and still don't like.
0: It would be... Questionable choices. It would be real triggering for me, I feel like, if I were then to go back yeah. to yeah. that.
1: Um, but the fun thing is that they do get Will a job as a teacher there.
0: And he still, like, lives with them.
1: Yeah, he still lives with... Well, she of still like-
0: lives with. Lindy
1: still lives with Kyle. Oh yeah, and Will also. They also still lives live there. in the
0: brownstone.
1: Yeah, but I guess there's no Magda. No Magda. So, yeah. Um. So
0: I I wonder who does the cooking and I feel cleaning. Like I think <laughs>
1: it says like he actually might have learned. learned to cook. To I'm cook. not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. It so they,
0: they 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 and they all live oh, there. No, no.
1: It says he's finally figured out where everything is in the kitchen. So that doesn't imply that he knows how to cook, but he is still growing and learning. Yeah. And
0: I mean, at this point, they're like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. So um, so yeah, it's an interesting way to end it.
1: It is. Because um, I do <laughs> feel like we were, we spent so much time on the beginning parts because it was all about his character, right? And like, that is the most compelling part of the story is his character. And like, he doesn't stop progressing as you go on, but it does become more and more about Lindy and his relationships with her.
0: And we did express that that wasn't as strong.
1: Yeah, it wasn't as strong. So I think like, it kind of makes sense that the book did end on this lackluster note. Um,
0: I guess that's. that's
1: I mean, it. that's pretty much it. So I, I do have a couple like uh, questions here. Um, well, one of them is which fairy tale does Grizzly Guy represent? So if you remember from be- the beginning, like, please let us know in the comments who the heck. This is yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> I um, I'm gonna need
0: to do some research if we don't get any answers. Yeah, because I'm I I, I came to this kind of
1: assuming that Juliana was gonna know. So mm-hmm. I I, I'm I feel like
0: <laughs> I feel like it must be something must be that's something like that staring know. me like, right. Yeah, in the face. I know.
1: But well, I read this book twice. Mean, I mean,
0: like the only thing I can think of with bears is like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. but I there's know, no but Goldilocks seems, involved. No.
1: Okay. Well. All right. So that's one. um Okay. So if you were in Lindy's situation, what would you do? Because she She got brought by her father to this guy's apartment. And her father's basically like, I traded you so this guy wouldn't go to the cops. Um, And she stays with him. She even goes upstate with him. What would you have done?
0: I mean, look, on the one hand, I would be freaked out because, like, Jesus Christ, what is this person going to do to me? But I guess once learning that he's not going to, like, I mean, I don't know. It's a pretty nice house.
1: <laughs> it is a pretty nice house. I, like, part of me feels like I would get pretty comfortable there. Yeah. Um, but I'm also like, it's weird that she didn't even try to leave at all. Yeah. I think. She didn't try to leave ever yeah. at any point.
0: Yeah. I feel like it would have, we maybe would have, not that, that this is the only way you could show Lindy's character more, Um. or, like, give her more of a character, but it could be one way of giving her more of a character showing. That's exactly
1: what I was thinking. If and like,
0: how she, she tries to escape. Yeah. And I guess the fact that she doesn't makes her feel a little bit more passive. Yeah. Which again, it could be part of her character, but it just didn't feel like there was a lot of thought put into that. Yeah.
1: Um, and so I just thought like Like I if know.
0: if she really has put all this time and effort into getting herself. Uh, way you, you'd think she at situation. least try to
1: negotiate it so that she could still go to school. Yeah, like try to like, get to school. Because like they ended up commuting from the Brownstone to Tuttle anyway, which it was, the Brownstone's Brooklyn, Tuttle was in Manhattan. Like you would have at least thought if she cared that much about it, she would have been like, okay, I'll stay with you here, but I'm going to school during the day. Yeah. And honestly, I think eventually that would have been cool. He might have been like, not yet, like but maybe and then that probably would have happened and honestly like that
0: would have been even a better way of being like hey you can live here with me now but you also are free to come and go as you please yeah but it's just safer for you to be here instead of actually literally keeping her as a prisoner yeah which would have Um, been an even better way to show her aside from just giving her space yeah like will said it would have been an even better way to show her that you're not like a Creep who's keeping her yeah. prisoner. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's some things I could have. Because I there. feel like there could have been. It could have been if he, especially if he explained the the situation with her dad and how. I guess that's why in the in the movie they make it more of like a her life is directly being threatened. Yeah. Because in the book it's really just kind of like he's. Oh yeah, in the book like dad. Little, yeah,
1: and the dad is literally like, "I'll give you my daughter," and he's like, "All right, give me your daughter, and we'll go to the cops." Great. Yeah. Um. But in the movie they do change it so that way like. He comes across the dad killing another guy, sees the other, that guy's accomplished, be like, I'll go after your daughter. So Adrian's like, well, I can keep your daughter safe. And the dad's like, okay. In the
0: movie, he's not Adrian, though. He changes his name to oh, Hunter. Yeah, he changes his name to Hunter, which I don't get. I don't
1: get that. either. Like, is um, it? Well, also in the movie, he like physically stalks her much more. So part of me is oh, like, is it no a play on that? Mirror. Yeah, there's no magic mirror. Yeah. So I'm like, is Hunter a play on that? Because that's actually, like, that makes it a little bit creaky, creepier. Um,
0: I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's messed up. Um,
1: anyway, but anyway, so in the book, though, it's It's also a little bit, like, more palatable, I guess. He's not kidnapping her, really. Like, he's just trying to keep her safe. But, like, no one really explains that to no, her. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's the there's, movie.
0: There's, I think there's ways it could have been done stronger, both in the book and the movie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, that's pretty much, I think that was my, those are my discussion questions. So we do have to do our first impressions and current impressions, which we forgot to do in the beginning. Maybe we could splice this in or we could just leave it at the end and do it now. But so what were your first impressions of the book when you read it?
0: So from what I remember, I kind of like what I said earlier when we were discussing the romance plot, I found parts of it compelling but I also found parts of it, like, ooh, too much. Like, mm-hmm. just, like, a little too um, melodramatic at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And that kind of, like, it was like, oh, I like this, but I also kind of don't, you know? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> and I remember, like, seeing the movie and it just having fun with that, even though it wasn't good. It's a really bad movie, um, everybody. It is a bad movie. Yeah. But I guess my overall impression of this book was it was okay,
1: yeah, I actually can't remember my first impression honestly too much. Um I know that I read this multiple times, but I think it was more of like a it's a quick story. Like it goes It's really a really quick. quick read. Um and so it's something that, you know, I can easily pick up. It's compelling enough where I'm like, I'm interested. And then it's over, you know. So I don't really remember too much on how I felt. I liked it enough, I think.
0: Yeah. I, I yeah, exactly. I liked yeah. it enough. And this time around, I would say I got more out of the story in terms of being interested in the transformation of the character, kind of like a lot with a lot of these, these books that we've read where I maybe, they don't speak to my soul, but I can appreciate aspects of them that I couldn't before and or in the opposite direction find things that I, I can now put my finger on it and be like, that's why that doesn't really work for yeah. me, you know? Yeah, um, yeah I mean,
1: I, I guess I would say pretty similar for me. Um, I enjoyed it. Like it felt more chaotic. Like I read it twice actually. Since we ended up having a long time before, like between when we decided on this book and when we actually are filming it, so I ended up reading it twice. And I think the first time around, I was like, "This is chaotic." Like I am all over the place. And then I read it again, and I was like, eh, "It's a little bit more contained than I."
0: I think the, impre- really the impression of that comes from just some of the absurd dialogue. Yes, like the things. Word that, yes, where
1: you're like, "Whoa."
0: the fugly skanks yeah and you're like okay Thanks. whoa like yes, okay and then um, yeah i think that's where that comes I, from.
1: I i agree and then so when i read it again so closely together i was like oh okay it wasn't as like i mean it's still the dialogue is still like hits you in the face but
0: you know i guess if you're ready for it then yeah it's less chaotic i would say the biggest takeaway for me is book is way better than the movie yeah even though i'm it, i'm not saying it's like the best book in the world yeah way better than the movie but I would say the best part of the existence of both the book and the movie is the existence of the Jenny Nicholson video. Yeah. Where she um, does a little retrospective
1: on it. If you're looking for more information on the movie, you should go check out her video. That's fun, Um yeah. I've watched it multiple times and it is great. Um, and it is very entertaining. And you don't have to, just like this one, you don't really have to have seen the movie. Um, or obviously read the book. We went through most of it
0: for you. Yeah. Um... But it's definitely interesting to compare the two. and Yeah, the decisions and then feel free to also made, go see
1: the movie. Or yeah, not go see it. Watch it. Watch it for free if you can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do not pay for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless you really, really want to.
0: Some of the decisions that they made. Oh, my God. So daffling. questionable. But anyway.
1: All right. I think, I think that's, that's it. That's pretty much it. So. Yeah.
0: Thank you for watching or listening. You can find us at Read and Repeat Podcast on Instagram, yes. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and I think, I think Google Podcasts. Twi- oh, as well. Google Podcasts? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. We have a Twitter account but we don't really use yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't really post on the Twitter. Um, from
0: but But i think i've got some old links up there so please leave some comments or yeah let us know what you think let us know
1: if you know what grizzly guy represents what fairy tale he represents um let us know if you've got suggestions for books can't promise that we're gonna do it because we got a whole list that we're working through but if you have any um we'd love to add them to it and uh, we'll see
0: um cool
1: well i'm taylor
0: i'm juliana thanks for watching or listening. listening bye bye